like to thank everyone for tuning in to today's show. Our sponsor for today's show is Rico's Pizza and Golf Gate. You can call them at 922-9604. Of course, it's area code 941. If you're listening around the world... How, how many states away do they deliver? Seriously. <laughs> you know, I, maybe they can do that frozen thing where they dry freeze it and then ship it out. What's, what is that called? I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. You know, there's yeah, there, there's yeah. places that that specialize that. in yeah. sending pizzas around the world. You I think know, we should and, start and, a delivery company that just goes as far as you know. Oh man, it can be eaten. You know, so what? before it's poison. You know. Oh, of course. But I'm telling you, um, I've been down at Rico's, and it's spectacular now because of like Uber Eats and Bite Squad. People are like. Ordering through those companies now instead of just calling Rico's directly. Man, I bet they're getting slammed. They're, oh, my God. It, it's amazing, though. Best pizza in town by far. Cheesecake made in-house. Oh, man. Got to try the cheesecake. That's your no-sugar diet. I am. I really am. Are you, have you fallen off? It's hard. It really is. That's what she said. <laughs> but listen, uh, Rico's Pizza to Go.com. You can order online or, like I say, give them a call. Cut out that middleman of Uber Eats and Bite Squad and those companies and put some money in yeah, the they employees. Suck. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, they, they are putting money in Rico's pocket. Oh, that's, I guess they don't. You know, completely but then, suck. But then there's like a $4, $5 delivery yeah, fee. See, attached they suck. To that. <laughs> yeah. I don't, the bar next door to Rico's. Somebody ordered delivery from Uber Eats I saw twice that. the other day. I saw him post that. They ordered a pizza, Jay. And it wasn't that they didn't like the pizza. They didn't like the toppings on it or something. So they threw that pizza away and ordered a different pizza with toppings on it that they... That How they drunk were they? Have no idea. But that's the they thing. They could have just walked and saved... They paid the two Uber Eats delivery fees. How happy was that Uber Eats delivery driver? He came in the other day, and he told me, he's like, you know, I delivered next door the other day. I'm like, I know. Twice. <laughs> Twice. I'm like, I told I him. Made, yeah, how I, much money? God. I was like, they called they called you guys again and placed another order, and a different driver came in and took that one. I'm like, they said they didn't like the toppings on the first pizza, so they ordered a completely other pizza that had toppings that I, I, maybe they were experimenting or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there was some experimenting. But Rico's Pizza is the sponsor for today's show. On today's show, uh, we're going to call this the Nick Cage episode. Because we kind of went into Nicolas Cage's career. What? Yeah. Imagine that on ADD Sports. You hear something other than sports. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed today's show. This is ADD Sports with your hosts, GMFB and Murdoch. Welcome, everyone. We are to week eight of the NFL season. I think I pissed Murdoch off already today. He hasn't said anything in about three minutes. That's what happens when you make fun of his fantasy league and, you know, I don't know. He can dish it out. He can't take it. You going to say anything today? He's just shaking his head no. Is he throwing a temper tantrum, Jay? It looks like it. Man. All right. This is how it's going to hey, be today. Yo. <laughs> Can you do an Eli impression for me? Da. <laughs> he always say peas in. Uh... Oh, what's he always oh. say? Peas in. Uh... Yeah. I can't remember. I know. Listen, we have uh, more news going on. Michigan Gymnastics is back in the news. And not in another good way. I mean, seriously, what goes on in Michigan? What goes on there? 
uh, women's gymnastics assistant coach Scott Vatiri or Vatir. He's resigned. I don't know if you can probably a good t- decision. Yeah, good decision. I don't know if you can guess what he resigned for, but yes, he was caught having sex with an 18-year-old gymnast uh, of Michigan in a car in a parking lot in Ann Arbor. Dude, go rent a room. At least it's not a 17-year-old. It's 18. I was going to say, that's the least scummy thing that's come out this year and and yeah. as far as that kind of stuff goes. And it's still really scummy. But it's scummy he's, because he, if you're the coach, you're in a power position. Yeah. and He's 39 years old. He's 39, 18. Yeah, but that, that's not even the scummiest part is if he's her teacher, then that to me that's the worst. Even if he was twenty three, yes. yeah. you're you're the teacher, you're the yeah. position of power. That's where it's kind of. Uh, but again, she wasn't fifteen or anything yeah, terrible. But, thank I God. Mean, I'm just saying it's three years. I mean, I mean, we're go with an arbitrary thing of between eighteen and seventeen. Okay, one's legal. I mean, let's just face the well, facts. He's thirty nine, she's eighteen. It's really not acceptable. If it was my daughter, <laughs> we're gonna have problems, bro. <laughs> We're going to have some serious problems because you just took advantage of my daughter because she was looking up to you with respect like you were saying. That's what I'm you saying. Know? It's different. If it's if it's a girl making a bad decision because she met this dude at a, at a club or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, well, that guy's a little old. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. But it's not to me, it's not the same thing as coach. Hey, coach. Yeah, no, yep. let me help you out here. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where it's scummy. It's it's it's. I'm not scummy, saying 18 right? and 39 is you know that's kind of a huge gap in age, but it, it's circumstance. You know what I mean? When it comes to it, you know. I don't know. To me, it's you. I, you just know that you know what we know today about brain development. That's and, true. And I'm just talking about how how like. Well, for, if that's the case, then the age needs to be bumped up to about 30. It really does, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying because you know you're not mature. You're not you're not oh, all there God, yet. No. You know when you're 18 or you know, 20 or 20, 25, 25. It's it, they say they say for a male. Your brain is like, you know, functioning properly as an adult at the age of 26 is that's when you start, you know, like like for a guy, it's when you don't you realize want, yeah, life's you, over. And you, there's there's consequences sucks. to things. That's when you start to grasp that stuff. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to jump off this bridge into the water below. That's, you know, 150 foot drop. You know, See, I'm not, I had that not, at like eight and that sucks for me <laughs> with the, the realization. Yeah, of that. no, can't do that. Oh, no. I might get hurt. No, it, it took me a little while. So that's why that's why I understand it a little bit. But then it's like I don't know what the it is for women, but I'm just going to assume that an 18 year old girl. I've seen lots of 18 year old girls in my life. I've worked with lots of 18 year old girls. They are not all there, you know. When it when it comes to you know being mature, they're definitely not all there. They're not. They're they're about them. And they live in the moment. I guess you could say that's that's a good way to put how you were saying, like not jumping off the bridge. Yeah, living right? in the moment. Yeah, they live in the moment. They don't. Yeah, YOLO. <laughs> so that's that's the Michigan news. You know, once again, Michigan bad things. Oh, wait, wait, Michigan State the last time. That's right. It was Nader was at Michigan State. So this is the University of Michigan. So there's something in the water going on up there. All right there. I mean. There has to be something going on up there. I don't know. Is that pedophile you up going? It, they just merge universities. They're so they're so depressed the way Detroit looks that it's causing them to. <laughs> Wait, the Detroit Lions? <laughs> no, 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 the city. Oh, oh, oh my God, yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm depressed about how Detroit looks. I'm not talking trash on any football team. I I've quit football. I don't even know what that is anymore. I'm just <laughs> gonna sit over here and and, and just commentate on whatever GMFB says. We're gonna you're gonna listen. Murdoch still hasn't said a word. You know what I'm more hurt about? I knew I knew the Dolphins can't win in prime time. They just can't. No, they. And I knew how I knew Brock Os- Brock Osweiler had what 
two decent games, so you knew what was going to happen yeah, in the third one. Yep. The end's coming. But what? That Houston team has turned their season around. Yeah, I mean, everyone was ready. Everyone jumped off the bandwagon when they what they started off 0-2. Everyone jumped off the bandwagon real fast. Well, they've well won, they look good. They, they've won five in a row See, now. My, my problem with my team is they melt down in the fourth quarter. We were hanging with them the entire game, and then the fourth quarter started, and they packed it in and left again, <laughs> thinking it, that's when the game ends. It's over. It's not. Yeah, it's a 45-minute game. Oh, no, no, that's right. We're supposed to play for an hour. Oh, but, man, but, the first 45 minutes were so good. But what hurt me the most was Saturday. Because I had told myself all week that the Gators were going to get blown out, okay? Told myself oh. all week. Yeah. Don't get, don't even care about the game because you know what's going to happen. And I don't think Georgia's that good of a team, honestly. I still don't. I still don't. They're pretty good. They're, They're going to get annihilated by whoever they face in the SEC championship if they make oh, it that's that far. It. They, yeah, they have to make it that far. Well, oh, yeah, because Kentucky lost to Missouri yesterday. Did they end up losing? Yeah, Kentucky. I well, bo- then Georgia's basically locked in. Pretty sure Kentucky lost. I'd have to, I have to look it back up. But Georgia is secured now in, with that number one seed in the East. But my son my son started getting really sick right about yes, right about game time. I know, and okay. you, I really got messed up this morning. I woke up this morning and saw the text message, and I thought you were sending me that text message today. No. I didn't even realize. No, this, morning he, this morning it's down to a low-grade fever, and he was trying to be his normal self and run around like a psychopath. And yep. I'm like, relax. You cannot start going crazy. No, that's what I'm telling you. That's what Ellie did, like, remember three weeks ago? Yeah. And she was 103.5, 101.5, and she was in that window the whole time for, like, four days, five days. We took her to the hospital. Uh, not the hospital. We took her to the doctor. Yeah. And, it, and he's like, well, there's really nothing you can do. You know, it's just. Keep her fever down. Yeah, just yeah. keep on doing this. But so I quit focusing, you know, and he likes to he likes to pull for the Gators. And of he likes course. to sit with me. And, you know, he's a good kid. You can see it in his eyes. And he was starting to get sick. And he's like, oh, no, we're losing. We're, you know, thir- it was 13 to 7. We're losing. And then right when he's getting really sick, right out of halftime, the Gators scored 14 to 13. Mm. And they were looking like, yeah. oh, man, of course. I I quit paying attention. I bought the hype. I got my hopes up. I told him, yeah, you know. And then and then I yeah. when I got a chance to start watching a little of the game while I'm I'm going back and forth with him, I just the meltdown started. Yeah, that's right. I was driving to Publix. I had to go get like popsicles and whatever. And I, and it's only like a it's like a you know eight point six mm. point game no, in no. the fourth quarter. <laughs> it reminded me of my Dolphins, and I'm like, here we go. We got a six point game in yeah. the fourth quarter against Georgia, and then it was like. 40-something to 17 yep. before you could blink. Yeah, the Georgia started enforcing their will. They were able to run no, the ball. No, what happened is, and I'm going to – you're ready for this? Mark the tape. All right, mark it. Felipe Franks is pure garbage. <laughs> there is no helping that kid. I gave him the benefit of the doubt for an another a half plus of a season. He looked like he was showing progress. There was some signs oh. I was worried about. He cost the Gators that game. He <laughs> melted down. They couldn't. They weren't allowed to throw the ball because he couldn't mm. throw the ball. And when they did, it was turnovers. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't if, believe those words came out of your if mouth. If they had a halfway decent quarterback, they beat Georgia. He's still better than anything they have, though. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying, yeah. though. If they had a halfway decent QB on that roster, mm. they would have beaten Georgia. Yes, I'm dead yeah. serious. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you. I do like the way he's standing in the pocket now, and he's taken he's taken oh, punishment now. He's improved, but he's, yeah. his ceiling is now so obvious; mm. it's bad. And to me, I give all the credit in the world to Mullen to to um pulling, Coach of the to year. pulling out what he has out of out of him and that team, the entire team. Because this was a bad football team. See, I don't think they. That's why I used to tell you, I don't think they were bad. They they quit on that. They quit. Exactly, but they were, they're still bad, though. Talent-wise, I mean, they weren't that bad, though. As it's obvious, they yes. are now. They're hanging with top teams, 
and they're beating some See, of them. They had the perception of themselves as being a great team. That was their perception of themselves. Tim Tebow even said it. He was out well, there watching. Yeah, there practice. was no talent. It was yeah. we were going to coast on. We're the Gators. Yeah, yeah we're the Gators, and I'm a five star. This uh, this my buddy four star over here. Hey, oh two star over there. Huh? Not many of you on this team. You know, I mean that was their attitude. Is that they're a bunch of top recruits. And Tebow, Tebow came out and plainly said it. He's like, Since they, then, they, they played they, like a different team, though. Have you have, noticed that? I, it really coincides with when Tebow came out and like kind of ripped them on God, national he's magic. He, he can do it. <laughs> he can still do it, right? He doesn't even have to be in a locker room anymore. Tebow just says something about the Gators and they elevate their game. I, I have to say that yesterday was the first time in many, many years that I was completely consumed with excitement about a Florida Gators football uh, game. I just, I just knew. I was so excited about it. I couldn't it. get excited. I just, I knew. I knew. They, and it's like you say, the execution on the offense. It <sighs> cost them the game. When they had a, they owned that Georgia defense when they actually put some drives together. That's what I'm saying. With a good quarterback, they mm-hmm. have, the running backs are great. Uh, P. Ryan and Scarlett, come on, man. Their, no. their wide receiver core is good. Their yep. defense is top five in the country. Yep. They had a halfway decent quarterback, and that's what I say. Yesterday at the end of the game, when Georgia started putting it to them in the fourth quarter, they, it, the it, defense was spent. Though it, man, it, is that, didn't it remind you of under Jim McElwain for all them? Yeah, years? Yeah, when the they, defense would start strong, yeah, for, and then there was the fourth quarter meltdown. come around. There's no, they have nothing left. Nothing in left, the tank. man. They're, They're kids. Not, so, but. It's still been a great season if you're a Florida Gator fan. Oh, no, they're going to get a good bowl. They are. They are going to. They're going to destroy Florida State. Was, thank you. I was looking for oh. a word I could say appropriately on the radio. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but seriously, right they're when gonna, you said that. They're going to stomp a mud hole in Florida State. They're, that Clemson game yesterday with Florida State, ouch. I don't think Taggart <sighs> makes it to the Florida game. And Man. if he does, that will be it because I think Florida does what You're going to fire a college, a college coach. Less than a year into, yeah. have you seen that? T- if this was, uh, if this was, you know, Polytech Junior, whatever, yeah. and this happened, whatever, you know, it's first season. It's that's Florida. I, I hate the. I'm, I'm a Gator. Right. I hate. I hate the Seminoles. But that you don't let that happen. <laughs> how, how bad would Dude. you want McElwain gone? Oh, when his meltdown happened, and his took a lot longer. And we were pulling, we were yelling I, for I, his head after the first year already. I, I think McElwain's still laying on that boat with the what was it, the Marlin? Remember that? Uh uh-uh. uh You don't remember that? Whereas a guy like took his clothes off and was like, like humping a Marlin that or something. That sounds familiar. On, yeah. And, and the, the dude looked just like Jim McElwain, and he he was Probably getting was. so upset because he kept on getting asking questions about it, this. Over you only and get over. upset if it's you, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, you gotta you gotta let Taggart go, man. They're four and four. That was a bad, bad decision I, to hire him. And I, you can't lose fifty nine to ten at home to Clemson. You can't arguably the best team in the country. You, you can't though. They were projected to be a contender. Remember how I laughed at the beginning of the season? Yeah. How? how where did that come from? They were they were ranked what top fifteen or top seventeen to start I, the year. That's wrong. That's why you can't go by them preseason rankings. And at the beginning of every college see, I football think it's year, coaching though again, just well, like what McElwain did to Florida. You put the but, wrong coach. You. But listen to this. At the beginning of every year, we all say the same thing every single year. We shouldn't have rankings until like the fifth week of the season because then by then we'll see and we have a very good understanding and of who's who. you can't sell who. the games. Yeah, but it, it, exactly. It gives us something to talk about, it does. too. Yeah, because it was a top ten game, two top ten teams, Florida-Georgia, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Florida, uh, Florida went up almost more spots in the week they didn't play to get that to be a top 10 matchup. You don't think like people yep. can see through that? Like, come uh, on. I, I still don't understand how LSU goes from – they, they dropped down to 13 after they lost to Florida. Florida was 14. LSU was 13. And then LSU comes back the next week and beats Georgia and goes back up to number five. Like, and they, it's weird. they drop all that, and then they got it all back in one week. Well, because I think if you look there – they got they got beat handedly by Florida. They and, did, and then they beat Georgia handedly. Yeah. So I don't think they were as bad as they were in Gainesville, and I don't think they were as good as they were when they beat oh, Georgia. Of course. So I think the polls put them right back to where they were. See the before problem, <laughs> the problem that's going to happen in the SEC is what happens if LSU beats Alabama? When do they play each other? Uh, they, is it next week they play each other? I believe. L- uh, let me look. Give me a second. Yeah, because if let's let's do this scenario. LSU beats Alabama. And LSU runs the table, so they end up this season with one loss, same as Alabama. They're not going to beat Alabama, but okay. But I'm just saying. This I'm, hy- I'm playing the game. Yeah. Hypothetical. So then <laughs> LSU and Georgia will play again in the SEC title game in Atlanta. So let's say. Oh, I already know where you're going now. I mean, I mean no matter what, Alabama's going to get one of the four spots. Whoever wins that oh, at SEC this point, game. no matter what happens, Alabama's in. I think, and I keep on saying, if you don't play for a conference championship, you should you not be in. allowed in. You should be out. That's why it's already a playoff system that's set up it's, with winning your conference. You win your conference, you have a chance to kind get of in. because there's a power five and there's four spots. Exactly. So that's one why, of them might get screwed anyway. Yeah. Somebody's going to get screwed. I, but now it's <sighs> two conferences are going to get screwed. They've got uh, Alabama. Yep, November third. Primetime CBS. Yeah, of course. I mean, come on. Who's not going to watch that game? It, wait, where is that game being played? It is Ooh. at home. It's in Louisiana? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't think LSU is as, as good as... Alabama looks like... Alabama looks like there is a secret pro team that dresses up as college kids on Saturday. Yeah. Like, they all get along in the NFL like an all-star team, and then they just plow through these right. kids like it's not even on the well, same level. What's the meme going around now with the Oakland Raiders that they're going to have 31 first-round oh, yeah. picks? Laugh. <laughs> Everybody laugh now until, until <laughs> just we, wait. <laughs> and then we're, we're going to draft the entire Alabama football program. <laughs> like They're going to take every player from Alabama. Oh, man. And the Raiders select from Alabama. And Alabama. 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 I mean, why wouldn't you? Though? Look for look for some moves from them. By the way, the trade deadline's what Tuesday. Tuesday. I mean, yeah, they just got rid of Amari Cooper, which oh, man, that was a crazy. That they, they, that came out of nowhere, though. It came out of nowhere, but who's giving up a number one for Amari Cooper? You're a number one. And I think you and Murdoch made fun of me for trying saying something about getting higher than you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, look at the team that made the deal. Yeah. Cowboys, they're, come on. Like, they don't make good decisions. See, the funny thing was they were negotiating with the Dolphins from all the, the things that I had for who? read for Devontae Parker. Really? Yeah. And from, from the things I read, uh, I, I hate to sound douchey, but like yeah. from the, the things that I, that I have access to, the things I read, and it wasn't a first either. It was like a third and a sixth for Devontae Parker. Okay, that's still too much. But you know, but yeah, I mean, like, wouldn't you rather give up the lower round stuff? Of though? course. And if if you're asking me, is there a big difference between Amari Cooper and Devontae Parker? Not really. I mean, both Amari, are both Amari, are injury prone. Yeah. never lived up to what they should have lived up uh, to. Amari had that great rookie year, right? Mm-hmm. His rookie year, he's but ever since then, 
I mean, come on. And oh, last let's year, pull them up. I, I'm sure yeah. he has way better numbers because Devontae's been hurt his entire career. entire career. He's never had that br- that season that Cooper no, did. He his did have year. a pretty good game. He had a good game, right? <laughs> that one game. He's going to tell his grandkids about it. Still has the ball. Well, if he could play with that fire every week that he did on Thursday, then he would live up to his draft potential. But that's not going to. Yeah, no. But that's what I'm, I'm telling you. When I saw that trade, I, I I'm just scratching my head, going, why? Why would you give up a number one pick? Like I can understand if the if the Brandon Cooks, you know, Brandon Cooks, young, very talented, has p- showed it on the field every year of his career that Brandon Cooks, you know, is tradable for a number one for a first rounder. It, Amari Cooper is not. I mean, they've raped the the Cowboys. They they bent them over good because. Oh man! And now they're even. I, I semi agree with you. Here's my thing: Cooper's still only 24. Uh huh. Sometimes we've seen it happen multiple times. Changes scenery, changes a career. Yeah. Is, is a first? Is right... a first too much? Yes. Is Dallas the right change of scenery though? I mean, come on, let's face I it. I mean, it, you know, you want my honest opinion? No, obviously, it, probably not. But we've also seen crazier things happen. I mean, so. if you thought you were under a microscope being a first round draft pick and going to the Oakland Raiders, try playing for the Dallas Cowboys. By the way, he had two two good years: his rookie oh, year, did? and then he got better his second year. Wait, he had, he's in his fourth year already? Yeah. Oh, him and Devontae came out at the same time. They're both. I would honestly, I think if he if they would have got a second round, I could buy that because he was a first round mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. He has put up when he's not injured. He's still only 24. 24 is So he's still got five, six peak years before you even have to worry about anything. So a second round to me, yeah, oh. I, I wouldn't come off, wouldn't worry about it. But a first but, is... Wait, no, wait. No, now here's the problem. If it's his fourth year, that's the end of his rookie contract. Yeah, he's I only mean, making $700,000 this year. Well, he'll have the first round pick, so he'll have the fifth year the fifth option. option, which so is still won't, for... be, won't be that much. I mean, uh, comparatively speaking. Yeah. So first round pick, they get him for a season and a half, at, uh, basically free compared to other receivers. Yeah. That's not that. That's Ooh, not that bad of a deal. I don't know, but you're turning your back on going out and drafting. You know. Yeah, but if you hit, then you don't have to worry about it because he's 24, and there are some rookies yeah. that come out at 23. So really, yeah, he's still in that window of being a rookie. The age, you know what I mean. Wise. He's pretty yeah. young. No, I like the 24 part. I really do because you get guys coming out of college that are 24 yeah, years 23, old, 23, 24. So. so man, he was young. Yeah, he came out at 20. 21. Oh, now that makes me go back to the thing that we were talking about earlier about your mental capacity and your brain development. That's what I'm saying. And what if he gets traded? It wakes him up. Yeah, it's something you know, good happens. And all of a sudden now he's putting up back the numbers he put up in his first two seasons. Man. 72 catches for almost 1,100 yards and six touchdowns season one. Uh-oh. <laughs> something going on out there. That, and That's some high-pitched squealing we're hearing out there. <laughs> and we got, and he had 83 catches for almost 1,200 yards yeah. and five touchdowns the next year. So he had uh, – and then he then he dropped down to 48 catches, 680, but seven touchdowns. Yeah. Last year was uh, – at the beginning of this year, David Carr was saying about Amari Cooper last year that, oh, he, you know, he battled through an injury all year long. He didn't – He, he didn't did. Say, he was on the injury report, I remember, a lot. Yeah, and he, but he's like, he didn't say anything about it. Then what about this year? But he was supposed to be healthy at the start of this year. That's what all reports said, and he's performed the same. Now, is it Carr? Is Carr on the trading block now in Oakland? You know he is because the reports came out just from all the same sources where everybody else was getting everything else. And Gruden says, of course not. Gruden, come on, man. That Uh, guy, he didn't draft Carr. 
No, he he didn't. didn't draft yeah. Cooper. He didn't get Mac. He's get he got rid of he didn't want anybody mm-hmm. there that he didn't pick. I will give him one thing though. He has made the team younger. Well, no, wait, he probably didn't make the team younger by getting rid of Cooper. No, he's actually making and that Mac trade and yeah, yeah, he's actually making the team older. <laughs> well, remember I I told you he's the did oldest this, team. He they're the oldest team in the NFL right now. It took him less than a year to make the Oakland Raiders the oldest team in football. He did it with the Bucks. I mean, this is what this guy does. This is his mo. That, it, that worked back in the day. Well, it didn't work. I mean, it, won, it, it did kind of <laughs> work. His Raiders made it to the Super Bowl too. With the, his with Raiders, his old that players. was a team that you know that he was only there for how long with the Raiders? Two years. No, I think he was there like four. Was he really? I think so. He built that team? I think he did. Oh, see, I give I, him credit for the Raiders thing. I don't yeah. give him credit for the Bucks. No, know. the the Bucks wasn't him. That was you know that was Dungey and um, uh, I'm sorry, the GM went Where's... went on to Atlanta. But yeah, it what what I mean, I watched what Gruden did to the Bucks right here. I had front row seats to it. It okay. was it he was, was the uh, Raiders coach for yeah four years. Four years, okay, all right. We'll give him. And that then one, that man. fifth year they went to the Super. That's what I'm saying. To be fair to him, why he did take yeah. someone else's team to the Super Bowl, someone yeah. else took his team to the Super Bowl too. Yeah. To be fair, and then he wiped the floor with the because team. it was his team <laughs> yeah. though. So I mean, he was in the best circumstance. And if it ever. wasn't for the Tuck rule. He could have played in a Super Bowl. That's true. You know the the the, the Brady rule, the, the ridiculousness. Brady rule. Yeah, yeah. Well, who uh, man? Do you remember that? Like watching it. I watched that, and you're watching it, and you don't I, know I, what they're talking about. I like, almost, you've never heard no, of it before. I almost quit football there as a kid. Yeah. I remember everybody the kid was like, "What? What? Yeah. What is this? Like yeah. this was a gift because that to me that's when you knew football was a little rigged. <laughs> no, seriously, because it was a rule that was in place for a long time, but we had never seen it called in a situation like that before. Like now today, you look at that rule. They changed you, the rule though. They have changed it, and I don't know if I quite understand the rule now. I really don't. I, there was just a play this oh, morning. The, the Dolphins game. Uh, Osweiler got hit throwing but it looked like he was bringing it back but you couldn't tell and the ball went wobbly and they scored a touchdown but they brought it back and it said it wasn't a fumble because even though he was throwing it forward the momentum of the hit caused the ball to travel backwards even though it looks like he was pulling it back the announcers are like that was the most convoluted thing i've ever seen <laughs> we are all dumber for hearing it, what was, you just it was said. bad <laughs> isn't that what you do at the end yeah. of every every yeah. bs show <laughs> I love that so much. I always get it that. It never com- gets old. It doesn't. Ever. I can that, listen to it on loop forever. That's from Billy Madison, yeah. right? Okay, okay. I always think that it was from like old school because in old school, the Will Ferrell does one. Yeah. But they say, oh my God, no, he said it perfectly. But it's, you know, you just think Will Ferrell's going to say this moronic thing in it, but he doesn't. What's even funnier, though, is the, if you to watch what Adam Sandler says before is the speech that makes absolutely no sense. You know, that yeah. leads to saying that. <laughs> that movie's so wonderful. My favorite part of that of Billy Madison is Steve Buscemi when he decides when Billy Madison makes the phone call to apologize. Oh no, to him. no big deal. Yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, great. Whatever. <laughs> it crosses his name <laughs> yeah. off the list of people he's gonna murder, and then puts the lipstick all across his face, like up to his ear. He starts. Oh, Steve it's... Steve Buscemi is amazing. He I love really that is. guy, man. I mean, good for somebody that looks like that. And he's a firefighter. Was a firefighter. And he was in nine eleven. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I read that he went back and like helped in 9-11 as a firefighter. Wow. Well, good Let me for make him. sure before I give him credit for something yeah, he didn't do. Yeah, turns out it was somebody else. <laughs> it wasn't me, that's for certain. I don't believe in helping people. I help myself. It's funny, too, and I feel bad because he is kind of, you know, he's not the most... 
He's spectacular actor. He's a spectacular. <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> you know? But the roles he always gets in the animated things are always like these kind of, you know, I feel like yeah. he voices What's, uh, the way he looks. Like he, I mean, he can play. He can play that character that you're just like, oh my god, that guy's a complete geek dork. And then he can play somebody that scares the crap out yeah. of you, but where he's like psychotic, and you're just. Fearful. You, you said you've never watched Thirty Rock, right? Thir- no, I've never. You seen have it. to. He's only he's only in probably fifteen to twenty episodes of the whole series. Yeah. He steals it every episode that he's in. He he plays. Uh, I won't give it to. I'll just say he yeah. works with Alec Baldwin because he's the boss. I love the Alec thing. Baldwin. I'm Which, sorry. You. The fact that you haven't watched Thirty Rock, he yeah. is classic Baldwin through the whole entire thing. I mean, does Alec Baldwin play anything anyone's... bad? No, but no. he always plays the same guy, right? He, right. It's, he's the uh, he's the um, you know the, it's the Iron Man syndrome. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh... <laughs> I know Rob Downey Jr. Can't remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> These people that always play the same character, but they're perceived but, as you know great actors. But it's really them just playing themselves. I'm just myself every single time. If you want, if you casted a high anxiety neurotic <laughs> guy who was into radio, I could play that role like no one's ever seen. Right? You know what I mean? Serious. But that's because that's me. <laughs> and it, I always always thought it was funny when everyone's like Nicolas Cage is such a great actor. No, he is a great actor. Well, he was. A no, great actor. have you not seen some of his recent stuff? Did that Mandy horror again? movie. He's still. He's not. Stop. He makes eleven movies a year, Jordan. <laughs> no way, dude. I, just, I we, love we, Nicolas Cage. Me and Nicole just started watching one on Netflix. Uh, two eleven, I think is or two one one. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I fell asleep because you know it was late. You know, I'm I'm a wuss people. Yes, when it hits. Well, 10 your schedule is readjusting. It's it is. I'm trying. I've been trying to stay up late lately. You know, now that I don't have to get up at three in the morning. You still wake up though, don't you? I do. It took me two years after the morning show to stop waking up. My eyes would open. Yep. Just without an alarm, like, hey, it's time to get up. No, it's not. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Last night, I, we did the same thing. I tried staying up late, and I turn on the TV. We're in bed, and I just like to watch. And I'm flipping through the guide, trying to find something. Falling asleep, flipping through the guide, but I'm like fighting it, going, no, 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 I'm going to stay up late because I don't know. It's like a five year old inside me being told you can stay up late. Yeah. Hey, after you don't have to wake up in five hours. Exactly. You can sleep till eight. What? You sleep in. You can <laughs> sleep in all you want, George. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like fighting myself with the guide, going through the guide, falling asleep. And I made it like 30 seconds into a show. But Nick Cage, Mandy. Mandy is the name of it. You have access to a, a movie library, I know. Yeah. So look that up. Mandy. Mandy. Okay, now is this like uh, leaving Las Vegas good acting? Because that's one of the best performances I've ever seen any actor give ever. And I, it might be the makeup guy too because, man, his bloodshot eyes through the whole movie. It's – Let uh, me – I will say – I'll give you a couple facts about Mandy that will make you want to see the movie, but okay. I won't give anything away. Okay? I like the name first of all. It has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Okay. Nick Cage movie, by the way. I just want everybody – that's what we're talking yeah. about. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Uh, Metacritic, which which actually takes what the reviews are out, not just if it's positive or good, like yeah. what the number is, is still an 81, which is stupid high. Uh, a psychedelic tale of a quiet logger named Red <laughs> who lives a life of serenity with his wife and their dream cabin in the woods when a leader of a deranged cult becomes enamored with Red's wife. Oh, that's never good. Um, he, him and his people start terrorizing the couple, leaving Red spiraling into madness. The psych, uh, the psychedelic goes full grindhouse as Red, armed with a battle axe and any drugs he can find, goes on a violent rampage to get revenge on the cult. 
Wait, so he's doing drugs and everything? Losing his mind because I, I, I'm i assuming, you know, just right. from the description, they kill his wife. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not. It, I, I'm just reading it from that. Yes. I'm trying to say spo- spoilers. But it sounds like, yeah, he takes that. a bunch of drugs and goes absolutely banana sandwich. I've seen clips. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but I've seen um, I've seen like ten minutes of it, and I it's you you watch. That's amazing to me because I've my impression of Nicolas Cage is that he gave up on acting a long time ago, and so I don't watch any of his stuff because of you know all those terrible movies. Come on, Ghost Rider. How bad was Ghost Rider? The first one was cheesy, cheesy good. What about the second one? Yeah, I don't want to talk about this. And then, what, what, <laughs> was, I mean, it there, was really bad. I mean, there's other ones. I don't even know the Too names. Too cheesy. Of, there, there's the one where what is it? Like you can see like 30 seconds ahead or something. Oh, you, oh, you didn't like. Um, I, I I haven't liked the Nicolas Cage movie. You didn't like his mainstream stuff when he yes. tried to be when they tried to make him an action hero. Yeah, exactly. What about Con Air? Con Air's great. Okay, but is it great because of Nicolas Cage or is there great? There's that cast in that. I mean. That is I, an ensemble. My, my, my Steve Buscemi's in there, bud. I think it's true. I think he gives himself to every role he takes a hundred percent. And sometimes I don't doubt that it's not. It doesn't work out, and you're yeah. like, ugh. And that's why you're like, ugh. But yeah. I think most of the time it does work out, and he's mm. insane in a good way. Yeah, I don't know. It, my perception of him has just changed over the years. Like I, I mean, sorry, leaving Las Vegas. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Leaving Las Vegas is one of the best movies ever made, by far. If you've never seen Leaving Las Vegas, you need to go watch that today. Don't watch football. You will. Uh, if you if you don't like Leaving Las Vegas, you can Facebook me and tell me that my opinion sucks all all day long. But trust me, if am I right, Jay? No, I mean. How good is leaving Las Vegas? I've never seen it. No, my God, no! You're... I mean, I think I saw it when I was really little. I remember. Oh, I, if you're little, you probably wouldn't appreciate. I, I don't it. think I appreciated it. I, I feel like I saw it when I was ten because I remember. I remember that movie and things about it, but I don't really remember it. And I'm going to tell you, it holds up over time. Why is everything vibrating? Oh, my, so my, it's my knee. Sorry. I'm oh, are you doing shaking that? Shaking my leg. <laughs> the boom holding the microphones are just shaking in front of my face. I can't figure out why. <laughs> like, is there an earthquake in Florida? <laughs> What's going on here? We're all going to die. Tsunami! By the way, before we gotta get, circle back around to sports, uh, Bush- Bushimi became a firefighter in 1980 um, for four years in Manhattan's uh, engine company number 55. At, after 9 11, uh, for 9 11, he returned and worked uh, several days, 12 hour shifts alongside the firefighters to sift through the rubble of the Trade Center. That is That dude is the man. That's, a, that's awesome. That's awesome. In 2013, he gave a speech supporting higher wages for. Higher 2003 higher wages for firefighters. Yeah, that's a big fat duh. Honorary, he's the honorary battalion chief of the fire department in New York in 2014. <laughs> Good for him, man. So back to so football. success. Uh, success doesn't go to your head all the time. It's not everybody. Only me. By the way, I we saw, I said he did a bunch of movies. Who? Who? Uh, Nick Bishop. Cage. Oh, Nick Cage. So. After, what did you say? Uh, you hated Ghost Rider, okay? So that yeah. was 2011. Which, by the way, in 2011, he did Season of the Witch, Drive Angry, Seeking Justice, Trespass, <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> how? I mean, how? He also did The Sorcerer's Apprentice and Kick-Ass in 2010. So, in, in a, a, Oh, Kick-Ass. That was, was a good movie. He was awesome in Kick-Ass. That was a good movie. Where he plays like the Batman type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but the like, uh, I'm going to say maybe it's my hate blockers on for him or my hate for him 
at the time. Mm-hmm. I just thought the rest of the cast was oh, really see, I good. I thought he did good, too, in that yeah. movie. But like I say, it could be me just having this perception of him and not being able to get over that perception, you know. See, people, I'm older now. I'm more mature. I'm able to look back and see that I might be making mistakes. See? That's why you don't have sex with 18-year-old <laughs> girls when you're 40 years old. Okay, between 2011 and now he's done 24 movies. <laughs> How is that even possible? He's done... I mean, here you go. I'm going to rip him real quick. Okay, so after Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance. Never heard of it. You, you thought you said you saw the second one. The Spirit of Vengeance? That's what oh, it was oh, called. it's Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. No, actually, so, I didn't watch the second one. Oh. I thought the first one was so horrible. Why oh. would I watch I actually thought, one? like I said, I thought it was in a cheesy... I actually didn't think the Daredevil movie was that bad either. So Daredevil? Um, Everybody hates oh, on the it. The Ben one, Affleck the ben one. Affleck. Yeah. Did, didn't they make another one? Or there's a TV there's show a TV now. show. Okay. The Ben Affleck one? Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. Ben Affleck is a guy who gets... He's not a superhero, though. He gets roasted. He does. Everything he does. I like a lot of his movies. I do. I'll tell you I'll say yeah. that, but he's not a superhero. And you know he's... That guy's kind of brilliant. Oh, he's a great writer. No, 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 no. Like, like Oh, yeah, super smart, yeah. You, him, they don't let him in play Blackjack anymore. You heard about that? No. He took like two million at the table one night. Like, he can read... He can, he's counting cards. He and... can count cards. He can... You know, he he does the percentage. Um, well, I have a 32% chance of hitting, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, he can do Sir, that. So we're going to have to ask you to leave. Right? <laughs> Apparently, when they did Goodwill Hunting, they had the, the guys mixed up. It should have been Ben Affleck being the... Matt Damon. <laughs> I just watched... Uh, I'm watching Honorage again, and they just did the episode where Matt Damon's trying to get money. Oh, yeah. From, from... He, like, keeps showing up. He's like, it's not so hard, man. Just go. It, it's for the kids, man. Okay, I'll give I'll give uh, 25 grand. Wow, really? How much are you making for this movie? Uh, Seven million? Well, what's, a, what's a normal contribution? <laughs> right? And then uh, at the end of the episode, it's Damon just losing his mind, uh, leaving messages on Johnny Chase or, or, or Vincent Chase's yeah. cell, uh, cell phone. God. Mother effer, you make all this money. It's for the kids. God damn it. <laughs> He's really wonderful in that spot. Yeah. God, Entourage was so awesome. I'm watching it again. Uh, okay, so after Ghost Rider, you did yeah. Stolen. Never heard of it. Stolen, I think I heard of. I didn't see it. Like I'm, you're gonna name all these movies, and I well, haven't seen any. Let's of see them. how many. Look at the counter that we've heard of. Okay, The Crudes. I remember that animated one. Oh, the animated. Okay. Yeah. Wait, he was in that. He was that's the dad. The, that's the uh, Dream DreamWorks one. Yeah, but the, they're they're cavemen. The cavemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. Okay. The Ice um, Age time. Um, I probably did see oh, that. It was actually not that bad. Are they? Are any of them bad? Them kids movies? Not really. Most of them aren't. They they make how much money? A lot <laughs> kids movies. They, you know, they're coming out with the the small foot one now. Or yeah, probably, it just came out. Yeah, that looked terrible though. I had that idea so long ago for a kids movie. I'm like, they need to do a Bigfoot one and then have one where it's you know it's an oddball. You know, Bigfoot doesn't fit in with the rest of the Bigfoots. Like the like you know, they have to do it better though. Yeah, I haven't seen the small. I, foot I haven't yet. seen it, but you know, it didn't do well bo- box office wise. Really, so. it just did, the trailers look terrible. Yeah. So you got the Frozen Ground. Never heard. Never of heard it. of it. Joe. Nope. Joe versus the volcano. No, just Joe. Oh nope, never heard of it. Rage. <laughs> rage. Oh wait, maybe I did hear that, or that's just how I am. I rage, people. Maybe. Outcast. Outcast. That they, good music. I wish they no, would get with back a together. C, not a K. Oh nope, never heard of left it. Left behind. <laughs> back into the left behind. Dying of the light. <laughs> the runner. No. Pay the ghost. Mm, rider. Is it pay the ghost rider? No. 
No? Okay, never heard of it. He's paying his dues from doing those movies. <laughs> well, you know, he got in all that tax trouble. Oh, that's right, yeah. I mean, the, I do, yeah. The guy had a museum in his house, like literal museum. He would I'm buy. Nick Cage. <laughs> I'm Nick Cage, man. A museum. That's not his real name, right, either? Nicholas Cage? I don't know. I have to, I'm going to look that up now. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to ADD Sports, the Nicholas Cage edition. Nicholas Cage show. The Trust, I've never heard of. Dog <laughs> Eat Dog. Ah, I like that. Is that a porn? Snowden. Snowden? He was in Snowden? Yeah, I guess so. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was Hank Forrester. So I've heard of Snowden. Snowden's so. the one that's... Um, it's, it's a good movie. We got one. That's with the Snowden. Yeah, you know, about the, yeah. the, and the NSA guy. USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage. That is a very long name. That's a long title. Army of One. Arsenal. Arsenal. Not the soccer is, team. That's just going to ask that. Vengeance, A Love Story. <laughs> nope. Inconceivable. I feel like I heard of that one. Yeah, it's from uh, The Princess Bride. What? Inconceivable. Inconceivable. <laughs> Isn't that what he says yeah. in it? I, I, inconceivable. I, I don't think you know what those words mean. Uh, Mom and Dad. The Humanity Bureau. Wow. Mandy, which you've heard of because I... Now? Looking Glass, 211 or 211. 211. Nicole said... I fell asleep. Nicole said it was really good. So he's on... So man, So you got to check out Looking Glass then because it's 2018. He did one, two, three, four. Five of those were in 2017 by itself. Well, they had... A, there's not enough... I mean, does he stop working then? So Mandy is 2018. Looking Glass is 2018. 211 is 2018. Teen Titans Go. He's Teen. the animated voice. Okay. But... Uh, what is that? We're sort of... I would do that if I was a, an actor. That's all I'd do. Just voiceover, right? Between Worlds, five. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, another animated one, six. Wow. Primal, seven in 2018. And he still has Running with the Devil in post-production, Kill Chain in post-production, A Score to Settle in post-production, The Croods 2 in the middle of filming, Grand Isle in the middle of filming, and Prisoners of the Ghost Land in pre-production. He is working. <laughs> all right. Right now. <laughs> Lifetime earnings. Holy crap. Let me see. Can, oh, man. Can, can we? Nicholas can I... Cage was born Nicholas Kim Coppola. Okay. Coppola? Uh, see, we're like in the Coppola family? The director, Francis Ford Coppola? That's right? interesting, yeah. The, uh, Francis his, Ford Coppola. His Italian father and Polish, German, and English mother descent. Cage changed his name early in his career. Because he make his want... own reputation. So he is from the Coppola family? Sounds like it. Succeeding brilliantly with a host of classic quirky roles in the 80s. Yiddy, 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 yiddy. I know. I'm trying to figure out exactly. Oh. Because Francis Ford Coppola, right? Godfather? Am I mistaken there? That's Godfather, right? I... Oh, Francis Ford Coppola. Let me oh. see. Man. <laughs> That's I'm... crazy. I didn't realize we were going to j- launch into... Grandson of... Car- Carmen Coppola, younger brother of Mark Coppola. Mark Coppola. Is that the guy who tried to buy a rock band? Oh, I hate that commercial. <laughs> Dude, he's on, like, what station is he on? I don't know what that about. means either. <laughs> uh, wrong. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I can only get so stupid. <laughs> I don't even know don't what's even... happening. Oh, man. But Francis Ford Coppola, he did do Godfather, correct? I think so. Mark Coppola. Mark Coppola was born in Apocalypse Co- Now, Leaving Las Vegas. Ooh, Bling Apocalypse Ring. Now. I think it's a different Mark Coppola. Wait, Leaving Las Vegas? Yeah. So it, he didn't really get away from his family too much. Oh, no. He's in all these movies with Nick Cage. All these, like, some of the ones that we never heard of. Oh, yeah. 
And that's his grandfather? No, that's his brother, I think. Wow. That Copel, it's got to be that same family. I'm thinking, it though, has right? To be right. C O P P O L A. C O P P O L A. Yeah. All right. I, that's all right. Let's get back to sports. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, I want to do. I want to do career earnings career for Nick Cage. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Oh man, because he had to pay a lot of it back. But wow, all those movies, and there was a time when he was probably like a 15 million, you know, movie guy. Right. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. At least fifteen, because he was doing go- like National Treasure and all yeah, that stuff. Oh, for exactly. Disney. National, actually, National Treasure, the first one was really good. I like there. Those are what do they call them? Uh, you know, like popcorn summer movies. They, yeah, they're not. They're not smart, but they're fun. No, exactly. They're entertaining. You, you, you laugh. It's yep. yeah. It always has the one guy with the you know that that's he's good looking, but he's plays the dumb guy, but has the you know has the funny lines you mm-hmm. know here and there. Yeah, like the Mummy movies with Brendan Fraser. Like, I love those movies, yep. man. They try yeah, to make them th- too serious with yeah. Tom Cruise. No, no, oh, no. I didn't even bother watching that. I, I, the trailers turned me off. I didn't either. It's Tom Cruise. Tom He's Cruise. in the movie more than The Mummy. Tom Cruise is my new Nick Cage, though, where he just does all these movies, and I'm like, okay. It's... I do like the Mission Impossible movies, though, man. I, I, mean, I can't lie. Are they, aren't they up to, like, seven now? S- six, I think. Six? Yeah. I still like them though because they started adding better, you know, more cast that you oh, like. Oh, did they? And, yeah, like I Henry, you know, I Superman. Seen, I haven't X-Men. seen. I haven't seen uh, one of the the Mission Impossible is probably uh, like I stopped at three. All right, you ready to know what his net worth is right Can now? Can I take a guess? Yeah. Oh, net worth or career earnings? I can't find his career earnings yet, but I got okay. his net worth. His net worth right now, I'm gonna say two hundred and forty million. You're a little over. Little over by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> 25 million. What? <laughs> he only has. Is he producing all of these? <gasps> he is the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. We found so it. So his dad is the brother of, of yeah. Coppola. Man. Well, you got to give him credit for not he wanting to. He changed his name and, yeah, won't have nothing to do with it. Yeah. So good well, on Well, I him, can't man. say he doesn't want nothing to do with it when him and his brother are doing a bunch of movies together. That's- 25 million? Yeah, you just named. He did. He has seventeen movies coming out this year. <laughs> Even if he, I mean, that's, he must be doing it for for what the what the minimum is like the Screen Actors a Guild million? minimum. Probably Less than a million, probably like half a mil. How is that even possible? You would figure he's at least in today's market a three to four million dollar actor, well, he, right? Here's here's I mean, why he, I'm thinking he's got what three ex wives. So I'm sure. Oh man. Even though two of them were somewhat famous, you got Patricia Arquette yeah. and Lisa Marie oh, Presley. I love Patricia Arquette. But I've never heard of Alice Kim. She's another one, one of my favorite movies of all time, True Romance. Love that movie. August Coppola was his dad. August? August. Huh? They were, oh, man, I wonder what month he was born. January. <laughs> right. Oh, he's a Capricorn. Oh. <laughs> Oh, February. That's funny. <laughs> really? I was close. <laughs> Man. Oh, that's wonderful, though. Okay, so that's uh, thanks for tuning into the Nicolas Cage edition. Uh, if you're wondering, he's made or he's worth $25 million right now. I, I still, that's to me, that's better than any stat we're going to hear about in a football lineup. How is that guy only worth $25 million? How? I know he was in tax trouble, like with the IRS, but how is that even possible? Apparently he was in a lot of. I mean, that is the same Mark Coppola. Wait, his brother is that Radio Mark Coppola. Get out of here! 
No, I did not know that. I'm learning. Today I learned that Nick Cage's brother is Mark Coppola. I'm that guy. And now trying... I'm looking at Mark Coppola, and I'm like, how did I not see it? Wow. No, he does look he like Nick Cage. He looks like Nick Cage, man, with a better hairline. It, is that real hair, though? That looks like one of them plugs. I can't. D- does, does he get the plugs? Oh, my God. And now I'm thinking of his voice in my head, and it is so Nick Cage. Oh, so you got to listen to the show just to find out that. Yeah. He's on 107.9. He comes on. He has a show at 10 o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, he's syndicated. Like, Oh, is that syndicated? It's a national where. show? Yeah. Oh, so he's not here in Sarasota? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, yes. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> Doesn't mean I need answers. Murdoch, do you have anything to no, say today? No, he's still not talking. He's just sitting there <laughs> oh with his arms crossed. God. Yeah, we'll ignore you the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to put a blocker up. I'm not even going to look over there. I'm gay. Mm. <laughs> so, Murdoch, what does uh, that male genitalia taste like? Oh, it's quite delicious. Mm. No. Nope, not talking. <laughs> what can we say to get him to talk? I can't believe Mark Coppola and Nick Cage are related and we didn't know it. <laughs> well, once you said Mark Coppola, I just remember that stupid I, commercial. I guess that's not that common of a last name, you know? So I Yeah. Guess. I mean, how horrible is that commercial? It's the worst thing I've probably... <laughs> I'm the guy who tried to buy a rock oh, band. Oh, it didn't quite work out, though, so... Uh... Well, anyway, listen to my podcast. Well, right? I tried to buy a rock band called Landslide or whatever. Is... Oh, I hate that guy. And he says, and wait, and wait, he says, I tried to buy a major rock band, and then he says the name of the band, and it's something you've never heard of before, right? You've never heard <laughs> of the band, correct? A major <sighs> how in your own head? I hate that guy. What's his lifetime earnings? Nick Cage. <laughs> one report I've got for lifetime earnings is 150 million. For Nick Cage, that's it. Between oh, between 96 and 2011, he earned more than 150 million. Okay, yeah, he earned 16 million for Snake Eyes, 20 million for Gone in 60 Seconds, 20 million for Wind Talkers, oh, 20 yeah. million for National Treasure, just to name a few. Okay, and he's worth 25 million today. Well, here you go. You asked about what he makes now. Oh, yeah. God, they've got his movies listed all the way up. This is cool. Oh, the, man, it's the, <laughs> the Nick Cage show. I can just get into this all day. He made uh, estimated value of his of the Murphy Castle. He had to keep out a cat. Well, I can tell you where his money went. Wow. But still, that's property. It's $10 not... million value of his. He bought another estate in Rhode Island for $16 million. Okay. And then 20, oh, 2008, he made $38 million. Um, Bad year. Oh, poor guy. Earnings from the sale of his one house for five point five million. Oh, so he's losing money on the houses that he bought. I guess so. Oh, so he bought them all before the recession. It's probably he probably went. <clears throat> yeah, then he sold a house in Bel Air for ten million in two thousand and ten. He made twelve million from Sorcerer's Apprentice. His salary's going down though. Of course, the Hungry Rabbit jumps. I've never heard of that. Yeah, he made twelve million for. Ooh. And then he made six million for Drive Angry, which flopped. Uh, drive angry. I heard. I've heard of that. That flopped. Yeah. I think so. Uh, salary for the movie Trespass was seven million. Is he the Sam Bradford of the acting world, where he keeps on getting paid though, and just well, no, I'm, no, no apparently no, no, no because he, because he his, started. They're coming down. Like, yeah. but his movies are starting to do better oh, now. Actually, yeah. Like now it, that he doesn't make anything, his value is coming down, but his performances going are going up. up. That's the secret. Don't pay me anything, and I'll win Super Bowls. Right. Make me earn it, guys. Make me earn it. Ghost Rider two. Seven and a half million. That's all he got for that. Yeah, I mean that's a. And then the cruise where he did the voice of one of the main characters. Yeah, one million. 
One million for going in and doing voiceover, though. Yeah, I take that all day. I can't lie to you. How many? I mean, it's not like going on set and you have to act and you're, you know, interacting with other cast members. Like when they do them voiceovers, it's just you in a room doing the voiceover. And that's it. You just read the yeah, lines. Yeah, normally. Yeah. And sometimes they'll do them together with some people for yeah. scenes. But yeah, you're right. It's... But that's one, one of the things that I heard about doing the voiceovers for the, for the those kids' movies is that you're normally in there by yourself. It's not that there's somebody else you're reading with. So you're reading your no, lines. No, yeah. Most of the time, you're right. That's what I'm saying. They Sometimes yeah. they'll have scenes where they have to have the people yeah. together. But it's not a lot of interacting going on But yeah, on they'll play them. them recorded over here or the guy in the studio, like me, will go, okay, I'll read the line. Yeah. Well, I don't know, George. What about you? And then... And record then I, and, and then, then you then go. I, I ruin it, you know. Well, at least you know. <laughs> I do know, man. I know how horrible I am. <laughs> oh no! Once I get to my art, my cartoon that we're working on off the ground, you're definitely doing a voice. So, oh yeah. I don't know if I can pull one out like Murdoch does. All right, football, sports. <laughs> we got our first game of the week: World Series. Who won last night? Not not Boston. Oh, the Dodgers tied the series up. And the one that went eighteen. No, no, they that played again. La- that was the day before last night. They is. played again. Yeah, it's Sunday. Oh my bud. god, it's Sunday. Sunday fun day. I didn't sleep much because of the sick kid, so I guess my yeah. whole day is one long day. Yeah, I actually not, is it not still Saturday? Is yesterday not Friday? <laughs> yesterday, oh man, yesterday was a long day, and I, I I took like seven naps yesterday. I'm not gonna lie, all during the Gator game. Like I really, man. So that game swung every time you closed your eyes. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I was sitting there because I had all the family over the house yesterday. We kind of had a party over here yesterday. So I'm sitting on the couch, and, I, and I'm like, oh, okay. And, I, and I'm thinking I'm paying attention to everything going on around me. And then I'd open up my eyes, and 15 minutes would go by. Open up my eyes again, 15 minutes go by. And then there's loads of people in the house. And oh, so time- you're sleeping while people are here? Oh, yeah, dude. I couldn't keep my eyes open. I couldn't. I was exhausted. That's why I never got text. I told you I didn't touch my phone all day yesterday pretty much. So I open up my eyes and each time there's less people in the house and less people in the house. And I'm not putting two and two together that I'm falling asleep and people are leaving. You know, (laughs) it wasn't until it was just my cousins from North Carolina were in the house and I open up my eyes and I'm like, hey, where'd my dad go? And Nicole's like, oh, they left. (laughs) Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, I was tired. You want to talk about the Browns and Steelers? Of course you do. That's the number one on the list, baby. Steelers lose by 30? No, I don't know. That was a joke. <laughs> I don't know. Mark that tape right there. The Browns, uh, and they're still the Browns in my book. They're definitely, they're a lot better than they were, but they were 0-16 last year. So being a lot better from an 0-16 team does not make you good yet. A lot of good parts going on. The one thing that the Browns are, it's going to take them a while to overcome this, and I've given this a little bit of thought, is when you miss on your number one draft picks for a decade. I I mean, how many number ones do they still have on their team? Miles Garrett, right? Number mm-hmm. one draft pick. Um, Baker Mayfield. and fir- first, right first rounders. And, and I think Derek Ward, right? They're the, they're the only ones. Is it Derek Ward from uh, Ohio State? They drafted him number four overall this year. He's actually been playing really well, but I think those are the only first round draft picks they have on their team now or left. Which uh let's see, Cleveland Browns first round draft picks. Mm-hmm. Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward, yeah. Cornerback. That was this year. Yeah, he's actually playing really well. I was quite upset that they didn't didn't take Chubb in that spot. But Ward is playing really well. So he said Chubb. Yeah, Chubb. 
if if Ward turns out to be the guy that they think he can be at a number four overall pick, they they made a great move, and he, right now he's looking like a, a great draft pick. God, they've had five number ones in the last two seasons and how alone, ma- and how many are on the team? Yeah, Miles Garrett last year, yeah. Jabril Peppers. Oh, Peppers is still on the team. David, uh, was it Joku? David. Oh, he was an and Joku was an, a first rounder. Oh, okay. That they went <clears throat> nuts that year. Okay. So that they have five then right there, the last five. Yeah. How about Corey Coleman? That, they, they they cut him. Yeah. He got he That's did, right. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cut. right. Cameron Irving. I think he's gone too. Center. Uh, Dan- oh wait, wait, maybe Cameron Irving is there. When was that? Uh twenty fifteen. Ooh, no, I think they traded him. I think Oh, they- he's Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone from Danny t- Shelton. Gone. I'm pretty sure they're all gone. If it's before twenty fifteen. Yeah, he plays and- for the Patriots now. Yeah. Johnny Menzel, he doesn't play in American football. He doesn't even play well in Canadian football. I only watched the one game of him. That was a lot of news. The, remember Manziel with the first his first start up there in Canada, and it was televised, and everyone watched it, and I haven't heard anything about well, he him He almost got killed then. in one game. I believe it. No, seriously, like, he took a hit, and it was not not good. Uh, like, like He knocked him out on field and stuff. Yeah. Really? How did that not make bigger news? Or did I just miss that? I think you just missed Oh. I'm really good at my job, apparently. You were right. I've gone all the way back. Yeah. Most most of the players are still in the league, but the yeah. fact that there's probably four that aren't even playing right now that were yeah. first-round picks in the last five years is not a good sign. Oh, it's just when you swing and miss like that. Because if they're swinging and missing on first-round draft picks, I find it hard to believe that you're getting great it's value. you're landing <laughs> in the fifth, yeah. Right. You know, I, one of the things, like, with Bill Cower over – his whole career in Pittsburgh, his third round and later draft picks. I mean, that guy knew what he was doing. He found gems. I actually often think to myself, why don't the Steelers reach out to Bill Cowher and have him help them a little bit? With the draft, yeah. Yeah, with drafting. Because that's got nothing but goodwill there. If he came back as like the, you know, vice president of whatever. Of making sure you don't screw up. Yeah, I'm sure everybody would embrace the hell out of that. Bill Cowher coming back to Pittsburgh? You got uh, goosebumps and yeah. and an erection. It well, was crazy. I actually had a horrible thought. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. No, I had a hot. Ho- <laughs> right? No, I had a horrible thought Cherokee a run. couple of weeks ago of when the Browns finally do the right thing and fire their horrible, horrible head coach and Hugh Jackson. You mean everyone on the team? Everyone. <laughs> but what if Bill Cowher went back to Cleveland, the team that he started his NFL? I think he's. The game has passed him by enough that he, he can knows. run a team, but he's not going to be able to coach a team, if that makes sense. Yeah, I can get the Tom that. Coughlin yeah. fiddle with it from the outside. And which brings me to my point of him being a great evaluator of talent. That's what I mean. You he know, can do that. I'm Bill Cowher, it's hard to remember a bust as far as him drafting. Let's take a Some, look. So at least we're sporting it up now. Yes, go ahead. Um, there was, who was it? There was a defensive end, Ziggy Hood. Ziggy Hood, I would say, was probably his worst number uh, first round draft pick. All right. And what what years were was he the coach? Because you should know it exactly. Uh, yeah, that right. You should. <laughs> Ninety one to two thousand and six, seven, two thousand and. Okay, let's look at some. We'll start. Two thousand and six. I think it's ninety one to two thousand and six. It wasn't ninety. It was ninety one. I think so. All right, hold on. I'll verify. I forgot I had this other tab open over here. Uh, nice. Bill. No, it has to start with the great Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher. That's how. 89. 
89, really? 92. I don't know why he says 89. He must have been an assist. Oh, he was, an, he was a D coordinator. Not, for, with, not with Pittsburgh, with for, Kansas, for City. Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. So 92. To 2006? To 2006. Okay. Where, well, yeah, he had a 15 and 1, 11 and 5, 8 and 8 and quit. 15 and 1. Then they got beat by yeah. the. And with Cheat how many Super Bowls going to say? <laughs> That's when the the Patriots started their their uh, reign yeah. of terror. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> Ninety two. Was he great in realizing that the Patriots were about to become this dynasty for two? Yeah, it looks decades. like a quitter. Why didn't he stay around and stop that from happening? <laughs> yeah, come on, <laughs> quitter. All right, he uh, Leon Cersei was his very first first pick. Yeah, that was a good pick. Cersei was really good. Okay, I'm gonna have to take your word on this one. Yeah. Well, it's hard to tell on. Murdoch's not going to speak up and disagree. Well, you know, he doesn't really know much when it comes to talent. No? That didn't even got, get a smirk out of him. You got Hugh, Huey Richardson. No, I'm sorry. I went backwards. Yeah. Uh, Dion Figures. Dion Figures, a uh, uh, corner yep. out of Colorado. Yep. Yeah. He played for six seasons. He, he was all right. Col- he was uh, earned All-American honors at Colorado. Yeah. He was okay, but that was when in the beginning he played opposite of Rod Woodson, uh, and they were trying to get the heir apparent. And I remember that name. Yeah. He was good, wasn't great, I, and all depends on where he was drafted, but I would say that that would be a bust. All right, so you got one bust? Yeah, I would say that one. Yeah, six years at the DB, that's, that's busty. Yeah, because yeah, he didn't even go on to another team after that, correct? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, so that. Charles Everett Johnson. Charles Everett Johnson. Oh, wide receiver? Yep. Oh, that he That's played for ninety four to oh two. Not with the Steelers though. You sure? All of them were with the Steelers? I'm double checking. He was uh Steelers, the Eagles and the Patriots and the Bills. And he oh. actually won Got one? With the Steelers or with the Patriots. He he got one good for him. But um Man, I, what does that count? Super Bowl winning, but yeah, nine years Super Bowl winning. Nine years in the NFL is not a bust. Anyone, anyone a ring, and he got a ring. So that's uh, no. You play if you play nine years in the league. He might not have played for Pittsburgh the whole yep. time. But it might have been. He might have been over evaluated. Yeah, pick seventeen. All right, Mark Mark uh, Bruner. Yeah, that Mark Bruner was fine. He was a really good. He was a blocking tight end, so that he's not going to get the credit that a lot of people want out of the tight end. But you have to remember that's the early '90s or mid '90s. He was a blocking tight end, and he did his. I used to call him. Wow, he played for 13 years. Yes, Bruner. I used to call him Bruner, the quicker picker upper, because every time one of the Steelers running backs ran the ball, Bruner was always standing over him, picking him up off the ground every after every run play. That guy was a team player through and through, and absolutely not a bust. That guy, a really good football player. Blocking tight end, though. Not a receiving tight end. He played from the Steelers from 95 to 03, and then mm-hmm. from the Texans from 04 to 08. And I, he, he didn't a come back. a ba- long time. He didn't come back to the Steelers for one year? No. No, I'm thinking that's somebody else. Yeah, nine, Steelers with the, nine with the Steelers, five mm-hmm. with the Texans. No, lots that's- of good years. And remember, that's when the Steelers ran the ball down your throat. So He only had 18 career touchdowns, but... Right. Yeah, but yeah. still, I mean, no, he's a. Block- if you play for if you play for thirteen years in the NFL, you yeah. did something right as a starter. Yeah. Most of those years, yeah, you're, starter, you're doing something right. Yeah. All right, so definitely not a bust there. No. Uh, how about was that Jamin Stevens, Jamon Stevens, Jermaine Stevens, Jermaine Stevens, Jermaine Stevens? Yeah. Offensive lineman. Yep. Mm, mm. I'm not gonna go. Uh, give me the stats on him. He yeah. 
that played was... from 96 to 98 with the Steelers yeah. and from 99 to 03 with the Bungles. No. No, I'm going to go bust, bust on, that on, on that one. Yeah. That was a bust. Okay, Chad Scott, DB from Maryland. Chad Scott? No, yeah. Chad Scott's okay. He was okay? Yeah, he was okay. You sure? It didn't yeah. sound very convincing. No, no, he's okay. Well, I'm, I'm saying okay. Oh, yeah, he played from 97 to 07. Yeah. Including uh, the last three years with the Patriots. It's yeah. Like, I got to go get my ring. Right? You got to go get him. No, Chad Scott's a good football player, but not great. You know, good, not great, but you're going to play. He was at the lower end of the first, as most yeah. of his picks are. Exactly. Most of those picks are at the bottom of the first round, right? We don't even have to look at Alan Fanica. I think we no, know the answer to that, that one. That guy's going to end. <clears throat> his career is going to end in Canton. He will get his gold jacket. You think so? Oh, definitely. Offensive lineman, I say this every year when you it just comes have to, to the play Hall of for fame. a gajillion years, I feel like. Play for, and it's one of those, once you get in the club of being a pro bowler at offensive line, you're a pro bowler every year. It doesn't matter how if you if you fall off the fall off and you're not good anymore, you still get in as a offensive lineman. It's just one of those positions. But Fanica, great career. When he left Pittsburgh and went to the Jets, man, he got paid. I can't blame him. Yeah, right. Got his ring. Yeah, he he left right after. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Troy Edwards. Troy Edwards, the receiver. Mm. Man, they went after wide receivers, didn't they? Played from 99 to 06 before he went to the Grand Rapids Rampage in 07 because he did not want to hang it up. Wow. That's not a good one. He's only. That was a first round draft pick? He's only 41, yeah. He's 41 now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Still trying to play? I don't know. He's got the the T.O. syndrome. Let's see. Pittsburgh, he had 61 catches in his rookie year for 714 yards and five touchdowns. That's a good rookie year. And then followed that up with 18 catches for 215 yards and no touchdowns. And kind of fell off a little bit. Followed that up with 19 catches for 283 yards and no touchdowns. Mm. <laughs> and Pittsburgh got rid of him, and then he bounced around the league doing and what, what year, pretty much the same. What year was that? When they got rid of him? No, yeah, no, no. When He, he came was in. there from 99 to 01. Oh, so he was in the Cordell Stewart era. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't all on him, but I'm going to say bust. Yeah, you know, you can't... I. As much as I really bust. enjoy Cordell, yeah, he's a bust. But that rookie year was spectacular. That's no, why. that's not bad. That's a good rookie year. Yeah, for in fantasy football terms, he would be a very top. He'd be at least the number two starter. Yeah, yeah. you know, you you see that rookie numbers, and then the next year you well, drafted yeah, him high. The next year, I think I see what happens. He did great in '99, and then the next year they drafted Plaxico Burris. Oh yeah, he was. Mm. He's kind of not a bust. He yeah he uh, he was he was a pretty good wide receiver. I think I've heard of him. You know, um, Plaxico Burst. He may have shot himself in the leg. He might have, might have. That was when he was with the Giants. His very like, don't you put that on my Steelers, <laughs> right? That's not on us. Plaxico Burst. My my fondest memory of him is his first real big play with the Steelers, where he catches the ball over the middle, like he lunges out for it, dives, hits the ground, stands up, spikes the ball in celebration and then realizes that he's not in college anymore and nobody touched him and he just threw a live ball to the ground i that sounds really familiar <laughs> that was so that's the guy that shot himself it kind of makes sense so that was when i hated the like he shot himself yes he broke the law yes he had he had a gun where he wasn't supposed to have a yeah. gun but he shot himself he shot himself like the public ridicule of the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, the embarrassment alone, not to mention the rehab. He shot himself in the leg, yeah. missed an artery, almost yeah. died. That's um, 
Washington Redskins. That's how he died. Exactly. He, he, he got shot in the leg and it hit that main artery and in his he, leg. You bleed out. Bleed out. Yep. So I mean, but then you still have to go to prison. Like, well, he got in trouble. You can't have a gun at all in New York. Period. Well, he got in trouble for bringing it across state lines. But you can't have a gun at all, like no, in New York. Of course. So I mean, but still, trouble or not, to me, that's one of those things. As I'm a judge, and I'm like. Yeah. How bad did that hurt? Right. You know what I mean? I don't ego? care about man- – that's where yeah. minimum mandatory things are ridiculous. Yeah. That's where you're a judge and you go, don't do it again. I'm sure you learned your lesson. Right. <laughs> you Here. shot yourself. Okay, you're worth this much money. And now here's, you're only worth – Here's a nice fine for you. Yeah. You know, why – exactly. Why put people in jail? Like that guy's clearly not a – A criminal. Yeah. God. Is he a criminal? I mean he did something that was stupid. Has he, he done anything since that was that stupid? No. 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 Did he, he do hasn't. anything before that? No. no. Come on. But prison, he had to do a year in prison. Federal, pri- federal prison. Was it federal? Yeah, he had to do a whole year in federal prison because he shot himself in the leg. That's just not warranted to me. That's what I'm saying. It's it's if anything, give him three months probation to make sure yeah. he's not on something and going to do it again. Are there are no okay? Oh, go a little go a little bit political here. Are there are they trying to pass laws now to take away jail times and things like that? Did I hear something about that? Because uh, listen, when it comes to politics, I really no. I know that they've they've been trying to do that with uh, with drug related stuff, right? Make them less. Most other countries, they don't put no matter unless you're the big time dealer. Mm-hmm. If they bust you with, if they kicked your door in and found you know, yeah. heroin, they're not going to put you in prison. They're going to send you to rehab and take all the heroin away. Uh, okay, that's what most other countries do now. Yeah, they do, and it works, and it works. Yeah, but, I I do a lot of reading on that. But we just you know, I heard something where they want to get rid of bail. Like like bail is well it's it's kind of, yeah I think it's kind of a because they I, I heard it's been taken advantage to the point where it, exactly what I what what they were saying with bail is it's basically saying if you're poor you're not going to get out but if you well, have that's money, why you, you got to go to a, a a bail bondsman where you have to yeah. basically put up your house to get them to yeah. loan you whatever money that's what to I'm saying. get out of jail it's a it's kind Even of a though, racket but aren't you innocent until proven guilty. So even though you—that's what they ar- tell you, but they arrest you and hold you in jail, which means you're guilty and pr- until proven innocent. Which <laughs> right. I, as I remember being a little kid, going, "That doesn't make any sense." Raising right. my hand, going, "If you're innocent until proven guilty, then they can't hold you in jail because that's right. assuming you're guilty." Exactly. Because if you're innocent, why are you in jail? Right. Now I can understand if you know you shoot somebody and people are sitting right there going, "Look, he's got the gun in his hand, and I saw him pull the trigger. I saw the spark." You know, that's something different. But that to me, yeah. I know. If they, we don't down- have any common sense laws in this country either. No, they though. don't. Because yeah, that's I- where you have common sense law and go, well. 800 people saw it. It's on video. You know what I mean? We yeah. have it on every different possible source. You did it. Oh, you're admitting you did it. We don't need a trial because... Right. Well, you heard about in New York City what they were doing, the police, is they were illegally searching people regularly. Like, oh, yeah. They know who you are. They pat you down. You They take out your pack of cigarettes out of your pocket, and then they find a joint in your pack of cigarettes. You go to jail. You have to pay bail to get out. It's And then it's, why were you searching this person? Why did you... You know, if you're looking for a weapon... And you pull what? out their cigarettes and then pull a joint out of the pack of cigarettes. That's two things you had to go into in order to, you know, find this illegal substance that they had. It's weed, people. It's weed. It's weed. I don't even smoke weed. I don't smoke weed. I don't do weed. I, I, I don't. You know I, he doesn't because he just said, I don't do weed. I don't do Anyone right. who says, I don't do weed, does not smoke marijuana. <laughs> right, listen, oh <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> I have the best Ellie story. I don't do weed. Listen to this. Me and Ellie... We are at uh, Walmart the other day, and we're doing our grocery shopping, and we're at the register paying, and we're sitting there. And, me and, and, you know, I love to have conversations with my daughter, like just like 
honest, open conversations, and I don't care where it is. We just have, and we start talking about our family and everything. And then she's like, "Oh, you know," and you smoke. I'm like, "Smoke cigarettes?" She's saying, "Smoke cigarettes." I'm like, "When was the last time you saw me have a cigarette?" You know, and at least five. Well, Dad, <laughs> it was paper, and you rolled it up, yeah, and right? you lit it, and no. you got happy. It gets better. So she starts saying, "Well." Pop Pop and Aunt Maddie, you know, they smoke. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, when was the last time you ever saw me smoke? And she starts saying smoke and she takes her thumb and <laughs> pointer finger and she's putting her thumb and pointer finger together. She's doing the joint. She's doing the joint thing. And I'm sitting there looking at her and she's like, yeah, you know, you smoked that one thing. And she's putting her fingers together like that. And the woman there at comes the, DCF. The woman at the <laughs> register is just looking at me and you. The smile, like slowly, you know, the slow, uh, slowly the evil grows. smile, yeah, yeah. That slowly grows, you know, like something about Mary when she asked them to go to prom, Ben Stiller, and they get that yeah. grin, and it just gets bigger and bigger. And this woman's face is just lighting up the more my five year old daughter has her fingers Ellie, put stop together. It. Ellie. And I'm just laughing, and I'm like, I don't smoke that either, though. And I'm telling the woman, you know, is you feel guilty? Sure, you don't, sir. <laughs> and I'm getting a wink. Yeah, yeah, sir. See, you know, the sad part is about that, and that is really funny. Is, is nowadays the wrong in the wrong in front of the wrong person? Oh yeah. DCF is at your house, man. They're following you. Uh, um, we have a report that you smoke marijuana in front of your child. We have a search warrant. And you're like, what? Because yeah. somebody at Walmart overheard you saying something the wrong <laughs> way, or so- overheard your daughter. Yeah. That's hysterical, though. How bad would that be? Somebody that stuff's happened, house, man. Yeah. I could. T- to good. Parents. I know people in that field, and yeah. that's happened. They've been called for that exact reason. They're like, it's ridiculous. Like you'll have a some, they, and they have to go. They right? have to go. It'll be somebody at Target over here, or something. You know, because sometimes you never know. Right. You know what I mean? It could be the other way. But at the same time, man, I don't know. Mind your own business. Unless the kid's got a black eye and they're talking about daddy doing bad things to him. Mm. Shut up, man. Actually, we went to Ellie's school again. We had another meeting. Not because Ellie's doing anything wrong, because she's... How like, many? She's beating up more kids again? The, hey, you My dad your said it. You're disrespecting me. I can punch <laughs> you in the face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the way Ellie tells stories. I told you when she came into yeah. my work that one time, which... Embarrassed that I, I it's gonna yeah. that's going into my stand up routine, just so you know. Ellie calling you out, Ellie making it sound like I'm a child molester. <laughs> oh, Jacob's over to my house every Sunday, real early in the morning, and it's like, and everyone's looking at me. And my like, dad's still asleep. <laughs> uh, sometimes my dad's in the shower, and he's like, No, no, I, I'm in the studio. It's a di- oh, god, no, it's god. not what you think, it's not what you think. Oh, <laughs> he tells me to put my pajamas back on, Jay. What are you doing? That's my daughter. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Back to football. <laughs> yeah, there. I don't think there was, was, was. It says game five's tonight. No, they, they didn't play yesterday? Yeah, it says what to know about game five. You sure? I'm almost positive yeah. I fell asleep. David Price is starts against uh, Clayton Kershaw tonight, 8-15. But what's what's the records now? Three, it's a, No, if it's game five, it's, it's three to one. Oh, Boston did win last night then. There was no game last night. There was a game last night. It was it was two nothing, and then Dodgers won the eighteen inning game. Oh, in Boston, Actually, I don't know who in won Boston. Po- if it's three to one, Boston. Won yeah, it. Boston won. Boston won. Oh man, World Series on the line. Clayton Kershaw. Oh, David Price is the choke artist in the postseason, though. Yeah, he might as well just like walk out and go. Throw, just kind of lob the ball, and so he's a home run, and this canceled in, in the game at one nothing because it's going to get. Didn't they bring him in in relief like two days ago? 
This is the least I've paid attention in the postseason baseball in my life. Me just either. so you know, honestly. If Murdoch would open up his mouth and I say know. something and help us out here with the baseball. Well, I think he talk. quit after his team went down. Yeah. He came in. Here. He threw a parade after they went up one nothing. <laughs> Remember him sitting here gloating about oh, yeah. how they haven't lost a he game? He was on the phone planning the parade oh, route. Oh, I mean he was thumping his chest hard, weren't you? Weren't you? Uh, uh, <laughs> is that wait that Wolf of Wall Street? Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> All right, so I actually have the Steelers beating the Browns this week. I think, of it's... course, you do. You had them beating in the Browns week one. How'd that week work out one. for you? Uh, well, it's not going to be raining. Guess you were half right. I was half right. <laughs> hey, who's in first place? For now. <laughs> yeah, I got the Steelers. And just so everyone knows, if you're paying attention when I do my picks, I am on fire in picks right now. So if you're trying to make money, you he need is. to listen to me. I only missed two games last week, so I missed two games the week before. I've been I've been stroking out hard. You got the Buccaneers and the Bengals going at it. Deshaun Jackson has asked for a trade from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hmm, interesting. It's funny. Him and Jameis Winston are bros off the mm. field. On the field, they cannot come together. But Jameis Winston spreads the ball around. I, mean, I think you are starting to see... I, the Bucks are going to implode, man. They shouldn't have won last week. They shouldn't have won, but they won. You got players asking for this. Going to just—it's Deshaun Jackson asking for a trade. He's a player, isn't he? He's a player. He's—he—if he, if his first name was me, it, it would be suitable because he is me, Jax. He's one of those guys. But they're not going to trade. He does him. produce. He does. But I mean, even at his age, he's still. You're complaining about a team that's you know. Doing 100% better than anyone gave them credit for. I don't know. You were uh, touting that, Bucks. I'm still touting it. I think I think they have a good chance of winning today. I don't think they're going to beat the Bengals, though. I I, I don't know how many it, more. I don't know how many more games the Bucks win this season. They can win four. More games. Four more games. Four, maybe five. Get to eight and eight. Maybe if they win today. I don't think they win another division game. Mm. If you want me to be honest with you. Well, and I've got Bu- Cherokee Frank, one of my best friends, who's yeah. on my show, who's a huge, but goes to the Bucks games. Yeah, we fight about this, but I'm they play just, Atlanta at home the next time. I just Atlanta's getting hot. They they have to get better, but the poor Falcons. I told you they weren't going to be that good this year. You yeah, fought they, with me about it. They lost four starters on defense. Oh, is that okay for that team to use as an excuse? It is okay. Four. They're playing from behind. They're playing from behind. They're fourteen points down when they get off the plane every week. Have you seen my Miami Dolphins? Come do you on, know how many people why, are out? Why do you always got to make excuses for your Dolphins? <laughs> I actually have the statistically half of the offense is out or on injured reserve. Is Frank Gore done now? What is Frank Gore done? What do you mean? Is he hurt? What is he hurt? What I'm are you wondering. being an ass? No, I'm just wondering. I didn't watch the game. No, I, ju- why? I just I, I just heard all this uh, talk like about that. Kenyon Drake and how no Drake just had a really good game. And so everyone's overreacting to the good game, the, like because the week week or two before when Gore had a gigantic game, and then we have two good weapons. Yeah, we just can't get on. The and same then page. it's a weekly overreaction. Man, is it hot in here today? It's a little warm. I thought I cranked AC down to seventy two. I wonder if Nicole came and turned it off. I have a feeling since she it's... probably did. You right? I bet she did too. Can you fire your wife without divorcing her? Like just fire her for a day. I mean, yeah, but then I wouldn't say they could be held responsible for what they'll go do. Wait, wait. There could be repercussions? What? What? <laughs> so I actually have the Bengals winning this game by three. Um, 
I really like the Bengals. I know. I saw in your division. It sounds like you're a secret closet Bengals fan. Well, I, I, you know, it's one of those. You have to respect talent. I don't think uh, Vontez Perfect. I think believe is out for this game. Giovanni Bernard's going to be out. That's, but Vontez Perfect. I mean, wait a minute. How is this guy allowed on a football field? I know you got some special hate for that guy. Special hate. Oh. No, no, I said you. Like, oh, I, mean, I do. I, I mean, do. I know he's a dirty player, yeah. but I mean, you specifically, yeah. I meant. I didn't mean it like I was just talking crap. Nah. I mean, I know you right. have a special place in your heart, and I mean that in a bad way. No, no I do. For that guy. I, it's not many people that I like to use the H-A-T-E word. I don't like saying oh, that. Oh, no, I you know, because you're chipper, happy, positive, fairy yeah. guy. I know. That guy, how is he allowed on a football field? You saw the hit he put on Antonio Brown two weeks ago, right? The forearm yeah. shiver to oh, the yeah. helmet, intentional. Oh yeah. And Antonio Brown was told to leave the field. You're telling a guy to get off the field. You're an official, but it's not a flag worthy play. Then let me ask you a question: Would you? This is going to be hard for your mindset. I know it really is, but I want I you. To, know. But, but seriously, I want trying you to, to be open minded. I, I want you to be open minded here. Yeah. If you played super intense and kept stepping your game up as you were younger and kept getting away with stuff, right? And realize you could get away with it. Mm-hmm. Would you not? Not that it's right, but would you not continue to push the envelope until they really did something? Oh, of course. That's exactly course. what I think is happening. And a little a, a, a hundred thousand dollar fine here, and a yeah. little don't do that again. There is but not going to stop it. This should have been his third time being suspended for a dirty hit. I agree with you. He's and until the, they do that, he's he, not going to stop. He's on the verge of being banned for life. And that's why I think they, they're not doing it. I, I was listening to uh, Pro Football Talk uh, in the morning. How dare you? Chris Sims and Mike Florio. And they were saying— I hate Mike Florio, by the way. But he is kind of a D-bag, isn't he? He is— No, really something legit. Something special. I don't like that guy. He, I just don't. I would I, not want to meet you in person, Mike. Sorry. The way he treats Chris Sims on that show sometimes— is even if it's even if it's a little over the top, you know, it doesn't. I, the I guy, I, that guy's personality is about as abrasive as it gets. It really is. But he he had a really legit good point about Vontez Perfect. His his he was saying that he thinks the reason the NFL didn't suspend him is because everything's going so well for the NFL this year. It's over the anthem. That's it's not the headlines anymore. The national anthem isn't. And they people, don't, people get over stuff so quick now. Yeah, yeah. and they don't want to. Shoot a negative light on the on their sport. Oh yeah, because right they just released all their concussion data that they're changing oh. their helmets and they figured all this stuff out. And it's so it's all there. positive, rah rah, super right. happy time. Wait, I, <laughs> I I think they made the right move in some of the penalties. The head the head stuff. I, I I'm I'm down with it. I'm okay. I know if you're shaking call your head. It, no. If they could figure out how to call it consistently, but they can't figure out how to you, call anything consistently, and it and that's one of the th- another things is they they. Almost always defend their officials, and they, they're the ones who they put, fired one this week. And I heard from that terrible false start call that actually cost. Uh, they said it cost them the game. Really? Was it, was it the Chargers, Colts game or I, Chargers I Browns game? I, I think just, they said. I just saw it. I didn't get to read it. They said the false start was so blatant. I I haven't seen the highlight, but supposedly yeah. it was like like. And but, it, it led to a touchdown. Like, okay. the false start led to a touchdown. Oh, right, all right. Like, I it directly I, I, led to I, points. I, like, it wasn't like, oh, you can argue the merits of a pass interference yeah. in the defense. Yeah. This literally led to points. Yeah. And a false start's a false start. It's not one of those delay games. You know, like when they, Yeah, did the clock really hit? No, yeah. this was like, that guy got up early, blocked his man out of the way, mm-hmm. and the guy scored a touchdown because he false started. Right. And for some reason, no one called it. Oh. 
So they fired, which which is good, but yeah. why doesn't it happen more? I can name. But how many quite... times has this guy done something? There, there That's has to true. be. There, they they have a book on. Let me see. All let me, let me see if I find that article real quick. No, yeah, there's supposedly they grade them. That's how yeah. they get the playoff ones, yep. and they get the Super Bowl and the Pro Bowl and all those. I wonder what the pay rate is for moving on into the playoffs and things like that. That's uh, that's that's a good question. Oh, uh, give you a quick score update. The Eagles are up seventeen to twelve on the Jaguars. Talk about a team that is falling apart at Jaguars? the seams. And I mean, the Eagles are you know the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. Any championship well, hangover is a real. It's a little different when you don't have your starting quarterback and for, you don't know how long initially they didn't know, and then no it's back and forth, and you know, yeah. then you're, everybody's getting hurt. They've got yeah. this year's been just out of control with well, injuries, man. With the injuries, when you're talking about a team that played an extra what three games because yeah. of going to a Super Bowl, yeah. how many extra games is that? That's a lot of wear. That's and a tear. whole extra month that they worked harder <laughs> than everybody else. Yep. You know. Seriously. You're 100% correct. So that's wear and tear on your body. What, what was the thing they said with Kobe Bryant at the end of his career? Like, he played how many extra seasons? Yeah. Because yeah. of going so far or deep into the playoffs every year. The Eagles last year went all in. They did. They pushed all in. They made that JGI trade, which I like told all you guys in here. He was Tracy McGrady waiting to happen. You all and laughed he, at me. And now his back's broken. His knee's blown out. But what did they give up for him? A third? Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't a bad, yeah. but, but as I'm saying, they yeah. clearly pushed all in. They did. They got what they wanted, though. They got what they wanted. They got their ring, yeah. and you know what? They mm. they gave something to Philadelphia that it hasn't had since 2008. And they're in a, they're in a competitive enough division that everybody's about equal, minus the yes. Giants. Yes, and the, it's one of those divisions, like I say, about the— That can turn the, on a dime before the yeah. season's over, and they make it back to the playoffs. It really could. It, it, this year, it oh, can and by all the way, change. I gotta say this. You know, you always said the people in Philly, they're, they're they'd be good with the with, with the Super, Super Bowl win, no oh, matter yeah. what happens. I work with a guy from Philadelphia, Eagles fan. Yeah, okay, he's your age, a little bit older than me. Your age, he right. grew up as an Eagles fan, huge Eagles fan. Showed me videos from his friends live from the street. Of when they won the Super Bowl, yeah. and them trying to take down power lines of or co- power things. Oh, I'm like power cli- lines, climbing up the greased power. Yeah, like the power poles, like yeah. climbing up the greased oh, ones. Oh, that's right, because like did. it they... isn't even a big deal. He, no. We're laughing about it. He's they... like, "Look at this!" Like they didn't even care. Like it's right. greased, and they're just like doop, 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 right up the spider monkeys. And he said, and then he started showing me videos from the same friend of them at the oh, uh, second. What game was it? Like like one of the first losses yeah. right out of the gate them throwing stuff at players booing them i'm like he's <laughs> i said i asked him about what you said and he laughed he that, said no way are you kidding me he goes nothing will be good enough now he goes actually it was the worst possible thing that could have happened that's amazing he because said, like i'm the opposite once you you know you should be able to be happy for a little while right? he said oh he's like because he loves he's like i'm happy he's like but i'm telling you a majority of those psycho fans and he always would throw it back he's like man he's like you know we had a jail. I'm like, yeah, I, I know. He's like, Ring. you don't understand. To be in that stadium, he goes, like, those people, they don't. It's just. That's amazing. So. Amazing. Like, how. you? It's. We're, it was February. Yeah. What month are we in? October? Yeah. It's October. And they're like, yeah. They're, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> it's not it's even like, you're a still year. the defending champs, guys. Right. Like, they, It still says Super Bowl champions. They're still the champs. <sighs> Until someone else is the champs or they're eliminated from football, they're they're the champs. I know. Oh, that's... oh, you know how happy I'd be. Oh, oh my God, serious. I'd still be walking on sunshine. I'm You'd so... be like, hey, your friends are four and four. I'd be like, whatever, <laughs> right? It's fine. 
I, it still makes me happy when I think 2005, we won the Super Bowl. 2008, we won the Super Bowl. 2010, the Steelers played in the Super Bowl. I'm still happy about that. Like, it, it, even losing you the Super Bowl. three appearance run in five years. <laughs> yeah. That's it, pretty good. It was, it was okay. That was a Bet's Borderline dynasty in of itself. Sean Freed's calling me up right now. Should I answer the phone? He does it. He knows we're alive. He's listening. He, he knows. He comments he, why we're doing this. And he, he wants and he, to be on air. And he's but call- let him embarrass himself. We don't have the phones hooked up, but here, just hold it up. Right. Hey, Sean, what's going on? Oh, hit, oh. yeah, hit speaker. I called you. Well, yeah, you know, I'm a super fan, Sean, on the phone. Sean, normally my hands are in my pocket when I think about you, so. He's saying we we, we dialed him on the show, which I can tell you right now that GMFB did not do that. My phone's been sitting on the desk the whole time, Sean. Uh, Am I interrupting you and your radio station? Not at all, man. No, no, no. We, We just got this little thing going on here, Sean. You know the show you listen to and comment on? Yeah, you're a super fan, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are your Rams doing this year? Wow. What? <laughs> uh, undefeated. Uh, how are the Dodgers doing? His season's not on fire. Uh, they're, they're, they're in trouble. <laughs> they're in trouble? Yeah. Which is more important to you, the Rams winning or the Dodgers winning? By the way, he's calling live from the moon. Well, this is a World Series for the Dodgers now. I guess it depends what month it is of the year. Well, it's, it's October, Sean. You can step outside. It's a little crisp in the air. <laughs> is he live via from Iraq? The delay is. Yeah, Sean doesn't know where he's calling from. <laughs> are you talking? Are you talking to Murdoch? Well, Murdoch has decided to do a complete show of not saying a word. We he's keep just a- been eating. Yeah, imagine that. All the leftover food from the party we had here yesterday. Yeah, all the food that you didn't eat. Oh, Sean is now throwing you under the bus. <laughs> oh, no. Sean wanted to do – Sean was combining our fantasy football league and the show together and wanted to do a punishment for Murdoch on something that had nothing to do with Murdoch and had to do with our fantasy football and give Murdoch a foot massage on the air. That's weird. Murdoch, any any comments? No. Hey, right. if you're uh, if you are for getting a foot massage, don't say anything. <laughs> wow! <laughs> hey, listen, Sean, we got to get back to the show. All right, bud. Bye, bye. That was Sean Freed, ladies and gentlemen. That's her. We I know we talk about him a lot. That's my boy right there. Can we? What kind of nickname can we give him? Is it? And I don't want to offend him because I love Sean. But Sean can we call him like you, the stuttering super fan? You cannot offend that guy. Okay. You can pretty much say anything you want. I love that it, I mean, 
every time you asked him a question or I said something, the, the delay was legitimately exactly the same. And yep. it was like we had him live, like we were a MSNBC. Yeah. And like, Sean, what do you think about that? <laughs> Coming, like, right. Well, actually, what I'm thi- you know what I mean? <laughs> like he's in Moscow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> Oh, that was amazing. Oh, man. He has made my life so much better since me and him became friends. Like, those many years he's, ago now. He's so, man, he's so funny. Like, he'll comment, and then, then he's like, oh, am I interrupting? Yeah. Well, no, I mean. Did he did he literally comment on Facebook already this morning, or I, no? He's already probably five comments deep. We used to, me and him used to watch football together at the Clubhouse Tavern here in Sarasota. It's long gone. That place is long gone. But Sean would start the day sitting at the bar looking up at the Rams game. First quarter would go by. Sean would move away from the bar to a bar uh, a table a little ways away. And by the end of the game, Sean was against the back wall reading a newspaper while the Rams are playing. But every week it started the same way. He was all excited. Oh, because they were always losing? They always losing. So every week it would start off with We him, got this. Yeah, right up right underneath the TV like a kid in a movie theater sitting down in the front row. Sean's 50, 50 now? I mean so that I mean he was 40 something at this time, 40 probably. So he would sit really close and then farther and farther away. It's like those memes with the guy in the in front of the hedge, you know, and as something yeah. goes on and then he disappears into, into the, the hedge. hedge. Yeah. And it was that was literally Sean watching the Rams games all, all these many years ago. I don't ago. blame him. No. <laughs> well, he that had, was right after they had that run the ten years before that, so he was still living off. You know that, what? Right? No, it was probably before. It was before the Kurt Warner. Oh, before the yeah, Kurt before Warner. Before the Kurt oh, Warner. Like twenty years ago. Yeah. So remember how bad they were? Yeah. We used to call the Rams defense butter, and that's all we would we would just yell butter anytime the Rams defense was on the field. <sighs> which is funny now, twenty years later, the Steelers defense is butter. You know. What do you mean? Butter. They just let people run oh. right through them. Yeah, that's Steelers how soft defenses. they are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, the Steelers defense has played better the last couple of Jarvis weeks. Jarvis Landry's going to have 12, 12 catches for 186 yards on you. He's going he's gonna to be matched up against Joe Hayden, isn't he? Never heard of him. Never heard of him, yeah, right? <laughs> Florida Gator Who fan. Who is that never, guy? Never heard of Joe Hayden. He's quietly having a, tr- a tremendous season, Joe He's Hayden. not butter? No, he's he's solid. It's the other side. Artie Burns. Oh. Who? Or Artie Bust of a first-round draft pick. Sorry, first name was what? <laughs> Artie, Artie, gets, there you go. Sorry, you don't get to play football successfully. Your name's Artie. Artie Burnt. <laughs> That's what they need to change his no, uh, name to. Burnt. By the way, to finish this Steelers draft pick thing. Oh, okay. Listen to this run he had. Okay, of good players after uh, Edwards after said, Alan Fanica. Okay, the whole Troy Edwards thing we had. Mm. We had Plaxico Burris. Yeah, Casey Hampton. Yeah, that's a Hall of Famer too. Uh, Kendall Simmons. Who? Kendall Simmons, linebacker. Uh, guard. Guard. Hold on. He didn't play. That might be the weakest, but hold on. Yeah, he, he didn't played... play. For... Oh, he played for seven years, and then he played for the St- uh, Patriots and the Bills. He wasn't. I don't think he was a starter with the Steelers those seven years, though. Two-time Super Bowl champion with the Steelers. Oh, so he played on the 0508 teams, mm-hmm. huh? Nice. So he, he... Was, he was. Then he left to probably go get money in New England. Yeah, it looks and like he... he got traded and went to Buffalo. Feels like he was and a role he player. Said, no. He played 84 games, started 83 of them. Oh, really? That's not bad. Why is he not etched in my memory then? So he left Pittsburgh to sign a three-year deal with the Patriots, mm. but was released in November, immediately signing with the Bills. He hurt his shoulder and then and then retired. 
Oh, score update seventeen fifteen in London. Eagles still up. I don't know if that's a bust, man. Two, two no, Super Bowl I, wins. Starting eighty three games out of eighty four games, you're not a bust. He was a two time uh, in college, a two time first team All mm. SEC and third team All APP. You know the, all, the all thing. AP. You're a guard. Your name is never called. The only time that's your true. name is called is when you hold, and that's bad. So if you're hearing his name. I, I say that's a good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. So he's on a roll. Then he had yep. Troy Palomalu. That's kind of a good pick. Ben Roethlisberger. Kind of a good pick. Heath Miller. Kind of a good pick. San Antonio Holmes. Yeah, kind of a good pick. And then that was it. Yeah. That's how he ended it. That that yeah. that was... Uh, that's a nice end. He, he on from... Okay, I like the Troy Edwards wasn't that great, but from Alan Fanica on, he pretty much... Owned it. Bam, 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 yeah. bam. And I guess that's what I remember. Super Bowl winners. You know, that's what I remember of Bill Cowher is those last six, seven years of drafting. As like, opposed- why are you retiring? <laughs> are you serious? When you're hitting? And then that's not even going into, you know, your, your draft Heinz Ward in the third round one year. You know, I mean, just tremendous. He got value out of people. Then your boy comes in and drafts uh, oh, Lawrence Timmons. Lawrence Timmons, Lamar Woodley in that first draft. Of his Richard first Mendenhall. Richard Mendenhall played. Richard was, Mendenhall. was pretty good. He walked away from the game. He's actually one of the main writers on uh, Ballers, the HBO show with The Rock. Make the same money without playing the game? Yeah. About and, the game? And the stories they tell on Ballers yeah. are a lot of the stories Richard Mendenhall has about his NFL career. Shocking. So they're... You know, Ava- Ava- Ziggy Hood. Zig- Ziggy Hood was the one that he played a long time in the NFL. He was a starter. The Bears, the Redskins. But people were going to say he's a bust because he's not a household name. I don't know what his stats are. He had a lot of starts. Oh, is he still playing? Is Ziggy Hood still playing? I thought he retired last year. Washington Redskins. That's 2018. No way. Okay. So oh, that- he was actually just released last week. Okay. Wow. That's. But he was like the thirty second pick in the draft, I think. He played all the way up. Yeah, he was. He yeah. played all the way up until literally a week okay. ago. So, so, and that was the one that I said you might call a bust. So he's not fourteen a bust. sacks. Yeah, one forced fumble, five fumble recoveries in his career. In his career, but he played a lot. So he he was pretty much a body. He's thirty one. So yeah, I guess he technically is. You know, could still sign somewhere. Right. He's, not... he's only thirty one. Yeah, I thought Ziggy Hood would have been. What year was oh, he nine. drafted? Oh nine. Then you got Pouncey, Cameron Hayward, yeah, David DeCastro. Yeah, these are all uh, Mike Tomlin guys. Though. Yeah, so that's a, he he came in and didn't draft too bad himself. Wait, Ziggy Hood was a Mike Tomlin and not a yeah. Oh, I man, I could have sworn Ziggy Hood was a Bill Cowher guy. Nope, three years after. Oh, all right, Jarvis Jones. Jar- now that's a bust. Big fat bust right there, Jarvis Big fat Jones. Bust. Oh, is he even in the league? I like that. Big fat bust. Big fat bust. He is playing for I, no one. I thought he was going to Miami. He was on the Cardinals practice squad <laughs> and got released. You were 17. First round draft pick. You can't even make the practice squad on it. Three years for the Steelers, and then that was all yep. she wrote. He was. How bad is it? I don't know, though. Okay, he's, in three years, he had better stats than that. I mean, six sacks, four forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, two interceptions, 128 tackles. Outside linebacker, though. Ziggy Hood was a defensive end. I know, but I'm saying even as a, that's not he yeah. had some impact plays, man. It's not like yeah. he did nothing. And that's the thing you got to remember. Three years, that's not that bad. Defensive end for the Steelers is pretty much the same as a tackle. Yeah, you know, it's almost the same position. Ugh. Well, I got the uh, NFL fired. Uh, let's see. Oh, the uh, the official. 
Yeah, the NFL referees say they're going to challenge this uh, reckless decision. Well, they have to. They're a union. Yeah. They they have to. An NFL referee whose blown call in a recent game led to a touchdown. Got him wow. fired. The dismissal marked the first time the league has fired a referee for shoddy work during the season in the Super Bowl era. First time ever in the Super Bowl era. Think about that, <laughs> and you wonder why officiating is so jacked up, because they have complete job security Carte no blanche. matter what they do. Yeah. Remember the Ed Hockley terrible calls? Oh. Remember the one call? Even Don't mess the, with gun show, man. Remember the one bad call, even when your Steelers played my Dolphins, where Roethlisberger fumbled into the end zone, and we recovered the fumble, and then they went and said there was no clear evidence of who recovered the ball? I don't remember. Yeah. I rem- of course I, you I don't, don't remember, remember that one. Don't remember. I ever tell you that oh. that game right there, um, a buddy of mine, Daryl, Daryl DeHome, I don't know if you know Daryl, real little guy from, mm-hmm. uh, from the Bahamas, like tiny, Daryl's tiny. He's adorable. I like to put him in my pocket and carry him around <laughs> as a weird. treat. But me and him had a, a, a wear a dress bet where the loser had to wear a dress, stand out in front of the old clubhouse. Well, it wasn't the clubhouse. It was They changed the name to something else. But the loser had to stand out on the corner of Bee Ridge and Swift in a dress holding a sign saying, I, you know, I made him hold the sign saying. I made this, terrible decisions. Yeah, this is what happens when you bet against the Steelers, you know, and he's out there in a dress and everything. So that call right there stopped me from having to wear a dress. So I think it's the greatest call in the history of modern football. You have it up there with the tuck rule. <laughs> yeah, that was such a bad call. Yeah, it was. Man. Oh, if you want to look, uh, the next game on our list, we got the Jets and Bears. Um, curse for the Jets is a wide receiver that you can probably get really good value on today. Because uh, Anunwa is going to be out, and I think Robbie Anderson is questionable and probably out. So, um, Curse is definitely a guy. I don't know if you want to go and get anyone on the Bears like wide receivers. Uh, I mean, not wide receivers. I would I would stay away from, but maybe Trey Burton tight end. He's having a spectacular year so far. Very consistent, Trey Burton. Mm-hmm. Um, Tariq Cohen, of course, is Tariq Cohen. Uh, he's He's doing doing wonderful. I just don't – I don't know. George doesn't know. I don't know. Yeah. I would go with Cohen, though. But if I'm picking this game, I'm going with the Bears today just because they're at home. It was really hard for me. I really wanted to take the Jets. There was just something itching in me to put the W next to the Jets, but at the last You're second – You're going to pick them next week when they face the Dolphins and Brock it, Osweiler. All, all depends on if they're home or away. That has a lot it's to do Miami. with – It's in Miami. It is in Miami. Tannehill's not even throwing yet. Again? What what is a, what's the word on Ryan Tannehill right they now? I have no idea. It's something with his shoulder. Wow, is this uh, Andrew Luck two point That's karma. I get it. Oh, <laughs> I get it so oh, bad. Oh man, I didn't even put I that together. So much trash about Andrew Luck's arm falling off, and then I didn't even put those two things together, bud. Mm. <laughs> that is karma, man. That's what you get. Tannehill comes out on fire, hurts his shoulder. The end. It, this, the whole Tannehill shoulder injury. There was nothing all of a sudden. Well, there's a lot of stuff saying that he tried to play through it now. I'm reading it. There's a bunch of reports, and he didn't say anything to the coaches, and he tried to play through it, and then it got too unbearable, and he couldn't. Okay. Because Gase made a comment at his press conference the other day saying, you know, Ryan Ryan just has to be honest with us. You know, saying things like dropping hints that – because that's why he was so pissed. I remember all the press conference. That's why. Because he tried to push it and didn't want to tell anybody that he was hurt. And... Wow, you just had my mouth open like a, like a goat, wasn't it? I was sitting there mouth agape. Uh, 
you did. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Like, you know, he's that much of a warrior that you yeah. try to do it. But at the same time, man, you end up hurting the team because you're out there playing with an arm that doesn't work and cost, costing the Cincinnati game. And I'm just like the thought process going through his head. Does it hurt that? The thought process has to be, you know what? It hurts, but, but I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, a fo- I'm not yeah. Derek Carr. I'm not going to cry on the football field. You see that one? Thanks. Oh, man. No, I appreciate that. No, no, no but uh, that's a bad I joke just, on my part no, because funny. Derek Carr does not deserve that. Well, yeah, didn't he break one of the hardest bones in your body to break? No, but this is just recent. Oh, he, oh, he cried again? That's what they're saying. He cried again. It, it's a video. He looks like he's in tremendous pain, and it's a snapshot, basically. Of, oh, yeah, you can read anything out of yeah, anything. It's, what he could have winced, and they caught it at just yeah. the right angle, and it looks like he's crying exactly. like a baby. And I think that's what they did. They had a whole segment on Fox Sports, I think. It was Shannon Sharp. I think it was Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. I'm not, don't quote those me on that. Those guys. Though, yeah, those. I was a Shannon Sharp fan. I loved him. Until he got teamed up with Skip Bayless. Because Skip Bayless brings the worst out of everyone. He's the worst. He really is. That guy makes like $6 million a Don't year. make me mad. To talk crap. Don't end the show making me mad. He makes stuff up. I know, just to get people riled up. Exactly. You're getting riled up now thinking about it. I really am. He's it bothers won. me. How- He's won, see? Yeah, he has won. I pretend he doesn't exist. I hate him so freaking much. Yeah. I used to write so many horrible things that about guy him. That guy's just a POS, man. He really is. He's paid to be a POS. That is his job. They say, mm-hmm. come in, be a big old POS douchebag. Yeah. And you know who does the same thing now even Stephen worse? Stephen A. Smith. He, he's, he's... They used to have on the same show together. That was so horrible. That's why they had to split that. I know who'd want to watch two POSs argue about who's the less of a POS. Yelling at each other. Yelling at about it. It's not a conversation. I'm not as bad as you. Yeah. You're worse than I am. No, sir. I love how Stephen A. Smith acts like this is how he talks all the time. Yeah. This is just me being me. Now let me tell you something. <laughs> I got to raise my voice to get a point. Of- yeah, yeah. Like, I don't need. Come he on, interrupts man. everyone. Yeah, you can't up. even say anything to him. He interrupts you. That's not. That's not debate. In a debate, two people say what they want to say. Yep. They give each other the respect to say what they have to say, and you don't interrupt them. Exactly. That's a debate. Uh, Lions and Seahawks. The first time this season, Carrion Johnson is in my fantasy football lineup. Oh, I've been starting them. Are you insane? Well, I have. I have a plethora of running backs. I had to put David Johnson on the shelf this week to play Carrion Johnson. You know how hard it is Speaking to put of... David Johnson on the shelf to put in Carrion. <laughs> That's come on. Carlo, but, Carlos Hyde's got me almost nothing. Oh, you played him? I did. I took the risk. Yeah. Oof. Who'd you play him over? I put him in my second. Uh, I had everybody else on buys. Oh, okay. So, so you, I didn't want to finagle and drop anybody. Yeah, so. no, no, no. No, let the bye weeks come and go. This is, I, I say this all the time. Don't draft a team based on buys. Draft the best player. And if you have to give up a loss in the middle of the season because of buys, that's, so that's be it. That's what I do sometimes. I, I, so be it. I had I had a very buy-heavy week. Uh, that sounds funny. Yeah. <laughs> Last week. Sounds like a good week. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. I, I'm, I, I was going to put Parker in, right? Mm-hmm. I made two moves. I picked up Gusecki because I thought okay. with the injuries that he was going to. And he did have the most catches he's ever had. Albert Wilson's done for the year now, yep. right? Yep. He's got a hurt hip. And then Stills, yeah. who knows how long he's going to be out with a groin injury. I, That's what I'm saying. Our team yeah. is decimated. Yeah. So I pick up Gusecki, which he did have the most catches he's had of a career on Thursday. How many was it? Four? Yeah, but he only got like you know 12 yards or something. Okay. But four receptions. But Yeah, if it was a PPR league. Yeah. But I picked him up in the Murdoch League. Yeah. The, the greatest league of, of all time. time. Which is, I always want to say this, Murdoch, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that the ultimate fantasy because there's no scoring going on? 
It's so hard to score. So it's the ultimate fantasy to score. league. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, football, all we do is score in regular football. So fantasy football, it's a true fantasy if you're not scoring. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, think about it. You guys don't use the whole 100 yards of football field. You only use the end zones. Yeah. The whole middle part of the field almost doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no comment? If I'm right, don't say anything. Thanks, Murdoch. But so I, because I had, uh, I picked up the Atlanta tight end, and he's oh, been uh, Hooper. Uh, yeah, he was available. I think so. I'm trying to remember who it was. I picked up somebody over there, but he was on bye. Yeah, or somebody, you know what I mean. So yeah, I uh, I picked him up, and I thought I started him, and then he bombed out. Guess what? He didn't. He was still in the bye, so I had time this morning to switch up. And then uh, <laughs> Doyle ended up being healthy to play for Luck. Luck's gonna throw him 130. Oh, wait, times Jack today. Doyle's healthy. He's healthy. 100% healthy, not even on the injury report. I literally just dropped him. Oops. He's going to get 15 catches today. And yeah, I got Zach Ertz, though. Well, no, no, I had to drop him. I, I correct it. I had to drop Doyle because him and Ertz are uh, on the same bye week. And it doesn't matter to me. I, I'm not getting rid of Zach Ertz. No, I get that. Yeah. But I, but in my other league, my other work league, I didn't get home in time to throw in Parker. Oh. And he put up uh, 19.4 points. Wow. Because he had, you know, 130-something yards yeah. and six catches. and. Oh, that's terrible. But I'm still projected to win, so we'll that's, see. That's good. I got and Ben. I got Ben. He's going to do it. Ben? Of course he's going to do it. They're at home this week. I didn't start him against Cleveland. No, I did start him against Cleveland last time, and he almost cost me my game. He well, did cost me my that game. That was, you know, come on. That was James I'm going to rely on you again. James Conner went bananas You don't think he's going to go bananas? I think Ben's going to have a stellar game. I have no choice because I got Pip on my bench this week, yeah. so I had to start Ben. But are you starting on Johnson is the, is the question. Carry on Johnson. I'm going to tell you this nice fact. I am. He's my number one running back this week. Carry on Johnson. I got Kamara in my flex. Detroit runs the three wide receiver set most of the time. Mm-hmm. Seattle cannot stop the run when they're matched up with three wide receivers on the field. Well, carry on's good, dude. Yeah. They're like 20 you called fourth that. in the league. You called that. Actually, both Murdoch and I, I'm not going to take full credit, both Murdoch and I nailed that one. I just like to take the banner on him a little more than Murdoch because I went out and drafted him in fantasy football. You were playing songs. Carry on. <laughs> no, no. It's Carry On by Fun. Oh, I like the, the other one I'm singing yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, Bronco, <laughs> Broncos Chiefs is going to be going on today. I think that's a 4 o'clock game. Oh, no. I know. That's a 1 o'clock game. Uh, Chiefs are going to roll. I mean, they're hitting on all cylinders. Can they do it for a year? No. They can't. I think the Rams win the Super Bowl. Right now? I'm, I'm still waiting for that one because, remember, they, they got tired at the end of last year, the Rams did. Yeah, they look like a different team than last they year. They definitely look. They look like the best team of football by 10 do. miles. They look like they would smash the Patriots in the face 10 times. Because they got the, both sides of the ball. Yeah. you know, I'm not – I'm saying, like, yeah. everyone's like, oh, the Patriots. Like, look, I know always, yeah. but – the Rams look like they said, we're going to build a team to destroy that dynasty finally. Yeah. That's what it looks like. The Patriots, though, I mean, the AFC is so wide open. It, it still is, in my opinion, because you have the Patriots, Chiefs, and then it comes down a little bit, and you know you have the, the rest of them. But you're going to tell me that, say, a Jacksonville team starts getting hot with the way their defense is, that they couldn't beat any of those teams in the playoffs? Yeah. You know, they can. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if anybody can beat the Rams, though. It's that's a tough one right now. Like yeah, a fluke game, but nine times out of ten, I think the Rams beat every single body, every person in the league. But game. when you start matching them up, when come playoff time, when they're going to have to play the Saints, they're going to have to play the Vikings. Watch out for that Redskins team making it into the playoffs. That well, they're really they, trying to get Murdoch to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Redskins team, their their defense is legit. 
They're that they're going to be in every football game the rest of the way. They're not going to get blown out. They're going to be. They in should every win game. that division. I think they are going to win that division, but they're going to win that division with a nine and seven, ten and six record. And remember, I I did say at the beginning of the year that's another one of those divisions. It's going to be tight. You know, every team's going to be in it. How are you feeling about that Dolphin division win pick y- now? Yeah, I'm not feeling very good about that <laughs> no, one. No, no, the confidence in that one. No, no. Uh, when well, I, you, you didn't see the whole team being out, I think, by week six. You know, that's so. going to be my excuse going forward. It's a pretty good one. You know, I, I predicted that they were going to do well, but as if they could they stay lost healthy. two tight ends for the season. They've mm-hmm. lost a uh, wide receiver for the season. They've <laughs> lost quarterback for a chunk. Yeah. Another wide receiver for a chunk. Uh, linebacker, right? On, def- on defense, they've lost uh, six defensive linemen th- throughout the season already. Um, cornerbacks. So they're so deep into it, they're losing backups. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, man. They released one, too. Jordan Jordan Phillips or whatever, who was running his mouth because, you know, he wanted more playing time. Uh-huh. So they just cut him. Like, he didn't think he was going to get cut because we were decimated by injuries, man. But that's the one thing I like about Adam Gase. It's like, I'm sorry. Bye. Wait, what did you say? Yeah. I don't even know if he got signed anywhere because he was like he was a second round pick, so it looks bad for us. But it, well, he'll get signed. We strike better on our fifth and sixth rounders. Then you can't say that's a bad thing because you're getting great value because you're never going to have. You to are, pay but them. we never can draft anybody in the freaking first couple if rounds. You can put that to, if you can put it together, having a, a good you know first three rounds and a good last four rounds, put those two together. Oh, watch out! That's how happen. you build. That's how you build a team. Uh, Chiefs Broncos. Does anyone think the Broncos have a chance in this game? I'm going to say no. They're, that defense is not what you thought it was going to be. They played, remember, they played Arizona last week, the Broncos. They played Arizona. Arizona might be the worst team in football. Yeah. Them and the Raiders are in a very tight battle for horrible. And that's all we're going to say. They're horrible. They haven't done good things, either Either organization. The Chiefs, and if you're going to do dailies, they all the players are the same. Did you hear this thing about Tyreek Hill, though? And now, now Tyree Kill is um, the the new it guy as far as wide receivers, but um, an NFL executive, I think it was an NFL executive, and he was asked about it. But it, it was all done. It, the, the comment is, you know, without without a name attached to the comment. But it was yeah, and it was you know I didn't think we were allowed to draft Tyree Kill. Like apparently the league had said they don't want players because Tyree Kill was in huge trouble in college for beating up his girlfriend. Like, beat the crap out of her. He's engaged to this woman now. And oh, well, I guess everything... Chris Sims made the whole comment, like... worked out. Well, yeah, Chris Sims made a comment on PFT. He's like, well, you know, how bad could it have been? She's still going to marry him. It's like, oh, Chris, Chris, don't the- say that. No, 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 no. No, man. no, walk away. Yeah, Put don't. it down. Put the mic down. Oh, it's okay to beat your wife or your girlfriend as long as she marries you four years later. But apparently Tyreek Hill, what he did was so egregious, the NFL didn't want people like that coming into the league. And Andy Reid said, you and, know what? Andy Reid goes, screw you. I'm Santa Claus, yeah. so thanks. You know, here we, now Now Tyreek's in the league, and everyone has forgotten that As this guy. Is his nose clean so far, though? It has been the, for the majority, right? I haven't, I haven't heard, heard anything. anything negative. Yeah, no. I haven't heard anything negative. So maybe you do something terrible, and, and you can... Learn from your mistakes. I'm not saying do something terrible, but if you can learn from your mistakes, I, I don't know. But I just think it's funny that a NFL exec or coach said that he didn't think. I we thought were you were going to say based on size, like they were trying to keep the teeny no, players out it was of the league. Based on character, his character. I see flaws. him and Jakeem Grant, who looks like a clone of him on the Dolphins, yeah. when they get hit. 
like hold my breath every time, man, because uh-huh. it looks like a little kid playing with grown grown men. Yeah. Like, but that's the way they Who let that 12 road out there. <laughs> remember, this is how the NFL has changed to what with uh, the the way the game is called is you can have small wide receivers now. You never want remember if you if there was a wide receiver on your team under six feet tall, you're like, oh my god, that guy's not gonna last. Yeah, he's gonna get murdered. Yeah. And now it's like you go get a bunch of small guys that throw can them out run there. four four yeah. twos, yeah. But let him get murdered if he gets a if he catches it and gets murdered, or if he gets a fifteen or you know, a pass interference and gets murdered, Yay. it's okay. We still get the yards, and we're just gonna put another we'll just guy draft out another there. Another one. Yeah, we we'll put another guy out there to get murdered. Uh, so I mean so they made rules to stop people from getting hurt, but the rules have actually made it so that the players are expendable a little bit. You know? That's right. Ugh. <laughs> All right. So I have the Chiefs winning that game. Redskins, Giants, no brainer. Giants it, it, by 27. Is this actually, I did I'm kidding. See, I did see where the spread is like two on this or three. It has changed where the Giants, they're giving them a, a, a big shot here. Is it because it's a division game? Yeah, that's true. Uh, probably because it's a division game. I'll say this. I watched the most Giants football I watched last week. I've watched oh. a little bit because Michelle's you know, a fan. I was going to say, is it the wife making you? No, she tries to turn it off. I I watched it. Oh. She quit. She quit. And then they kind of they started to get it together towards the end of that game and made it interesting. Yeah. And they've actually played a lot better the last couple weeks. Damn. I will say this. I don't. And I, I know there's a lot of Eli hate on this show. A lot. Silence? I don't think he's completely lost it. No. I was watching some stuff, yep. and the whole offense just isn't yeah. on sync. And I know he missed Odell wide open or whatever. The, but yeah. the dude, no, not he everyone has is Tom one point seven second, and everybody misses pl- yep. players every game multiple times. I'm so sick All of hearing that argument. I can go and show you a ton of times that Tom Brady's d- done it during the season. It happens but on Eli's throws. They're in good locations. He's they're, not. He doesn't look like Peyton Manning looked when Peyton th- fell off the cliff. Yeah. No, he still looks okay to me. I just think, you know, sometimes Odell has to make a play. I, I agree. You got. You're a superstar. And he did. Like, did you see the game last week? Like I that did last not. touchdown. Like Eli threw a ridiculous back of the end zone that only Odell could get with his two toes touched. Yeah. And I saw that throw, and I was like, nobody who's done makes that throw. Exactly. Peyton wasn't making those throws. He was lobbing dead ducks and praying to God that, that something. Could, he couldn't throw it to the sideline. It, it was bad, man. Yeah. It was really bad. So Eli gets way too much. It, it, it's where he plays, though. He it play, is. It's New York. Anybody else that beat Tom Brady twice with two Super Bowl MVPs would yeah. pretty much be allowed to do whatever they wanted until they decided to hang it up. Yeah, when they want to call it quits. And I mean, he's taking the, bl- the, the blame, but it's also he's the quarterback. You get the credit, you get the blame. How about the defense who folds consistently every week? How about the right. offensive line that can't block? And I, I was whole thing about, oh, they've improved dramatically. It's like, well, when you're last and, and yeah. you prove to 25th, then wow, <laughs> great, good for him. What did now I he has about- 1.8 instead of 1.7 seconds to throw the ball. What did I say about the Browns about 20 minutes ago? You know, you're <sighs> a bad team until you, you know, you were 0-16 last year. What did the Giants win last year? How many games did they win? Three? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what so, everybody says. Like, he hasn't done anything since the Super Bowl. It's like, well, the team lost a bunch of talent. Then then their coach retired. Their coach retired. Because the talent was, I mean, he kind of botched that end a little bit, and he left. Yeah. But Tom Coughlin, how great is he? The guy's a great head coach. I just don't think. I think he, I don't know. I think Eli's playing for his football life, and I could see that why the spread's mm. two points. I just wonder how many years are left on his deal. In New York, I think one, one year, and you one see Jan- two. Janoris Jenkins is on the trade block too, 
And they actually, Pittsburgh's interested in picking up Janoris Jenkins, former Florida Gator who was kicked out of school. Remember when he got kicked out of Florida? Uh, yeah, I can't remember what for. Though. I think it was weed. I think he oh. got. I think he got kicked out for weed. But he was one of those late Urban Meyer guys that, you know, remember when Florida? No, I don't remember that. At 30, all. 32 arrests in you know six months, something like that. Never, that never happened. <laughs> Ravens Panthers is a game that I'm gonna have on my second TV in my house today. I am so excited to watch this. These two teams punch each other in the mouth. Two really good defenses. They like to run the football. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fourteen to thirteen game, something like that. Watch I say that and then it's gonna blow up. You're wrong. Right? <laughs> it's gonna they're gonna hit fifty. I can see this being a super low scoring game. I mean, Panthers had to have the miracle last week coming back from twenty one points to beat uh beat Philadelphia. Amazing. It's the I lost two games last week. That was one of the games. So I actually took the Panthers this week. I'm not going to get fooled by them again. You won't get fooled again. No. They're, they're, we thought the Panthers weren't going to be that good this year. No, they're they're surprising. They're tough. It's, it's an even number year. Isn't that not supposed to happen? Is that how it works I with them? I think it's odd numbers are good normally. For the for the Panthers? Oh. Is that what it is? I odd. think every year oh, that so they've been odd that they've like won the division. and mm. So this is, a, oh, this is a down year, allegedly. It's supposed to be. Yeah. So they're happening? going for back-to-back yeah, good years. what's going on? By the way, Eli stats this year. I just want to point this out. Huh? He's thrown his completion percentage, highest of his career. <laughs> I know people, oh, he's dumping off. <laughs> no way. Thanks for this. I Thank you. He already has thrown for almost 2,100 yards. In six games, seven games? Uh, what, seven they're, games. They're at seven, seven games. So he's on pace for like 4,200, 4,300 yards. Okay, that's okay? a good number. All right. Seven touchdowns to four interceptions. Okay. And- I mean, and his quarterback rating is... 94.1. 94.1? Oh, I'm sorry. 104.3. I no, was... no, no. 94.1, yeah. Okay. 94.1. Because I was going to say, if it's above 90, I'm which, happy. Which is, is the, best... the highest he's ever had in his career. I'm just saying that. So even if he's mostly, they're saying he's throwing short passes, which is funny because his yards per attempt is 7.5 when last year. Or 7.7 when last year it was 6.1. So oh. Oh. I don't think he's... Oh, it's not as bad as you think. He's been sacked 24 times already. Wow. 24 already. He's on pace for 50-plus sacks. Three a game. Yeah. More than three a game. It's Eli's fault. Yeah, this is all Eli's fault. I like my peas and carrots. How do you like that, though? His highest yards per average in eight years, seven years? That's unbelievable. He's got... He's already thrown for over two thousand yards, like in seven. Whatever, though. You and know he, what I mean? Like, I that's why I, that's I've been trying to like. It, it's all his fault. It's his fault. Well, his record's one twelve and one oh nine, so you know he's pretty much a five hundred quarterback. <laughs> that's always that's always funny too. It's not a team sport at all, right? No, not football. Football is all all based on one player. It's like having a good pitcher in baseball. You you, know, you put him out there, and then that's it. It's the pitcher's fault if he loses a game zero to one. You know, he only gave up oh, one run, but it's the pitcher's fault. I'll have a special place for Eli forever because of what he can do to Tom Brady. Like he is kryptonite, Most and I do. love it. Most people do. 
Like I said, I was watching Honorage and they had the Tom Brady episode where Turtle refuses to talk to Tom Brady yeah, because he's, a, he's like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm Steeler. Oh, I mean, I'm Steeler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Giants. Someone put himself in, right? the, in the show. I'm a Giants fan. You know, I, I, I hate that guy. It's like, okay, you're 12. <laughs> but then at the end of it, he's like, you ever picture yourself in a Giants uniform, you know, with your blue eyes against the giant blue uniform? That's <laughs> so creepy and awesome all in one. Uh, poor, poor Eli. The 8 o'clock game tonight is... Uh, His gonna... interception percentage is lowest it's ever been per throw, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Because the seven touchdowns to four interceptions, I don't like that number. But it's the fact that he's getting sacked a lot. You have to put a that little in bit, there. yeah. A, a little bit of a that. A little bit. You know? So he's probably being... And that's sacked. How many times has he been hurried? How many times has he been hit, you know? By the way, they're one in six. He has one game-winning drive. So he is the reason that they've won the, the game the they've won. Game. But hey, whatever though, right? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, we gotta get it's that late already. Yeah, it's that late. I just wanted to say tonight's game, Saints and Vikings. Woo! That should hopefully be one of those games I remember from a couple years ago when it was like uh You remember forty nine to fifty six or whatever. But remember the playoff game last year. Oh, I love oh man, that was exciting. There is the Saints have no defense, no pass defense. But there is no way this game can live up to that hype. I hope it does. The rematch is never equal. Good. Put that out there so it does. Exactly. I know what you're doing. You see how I'm working yeah, here. You. You're reading into this a little bit. Oh, man. I had a good day today. What about you, Jay? It was good. Murdoch, what did you think? Duh! Eli's the best. Peas and carrots. <laughs> Uh, my mom says that. <laughs> Mama said. <gasps> oh, man. Well, if you didn't know, Murdoch, can we tell people? You think they figured it out yet? Figured what out? <laughs> you know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Murdoch, say something. Nah, we're going to do that. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't do a good Murdoch. Impression. I know. What is Yeah. His I, voice. I can't nail it. It's weird. You know. Well, it's, you know, because he trains his voice, you know, he sings. Oh, his vocal cords get lots yeah. of training. Yeah. And he does, uh, he's got, does the leg workouts. How about some calf pictures? Listen, I hope everyone enjoyed the show today. Rico's Pizza. I know. We never said it. No, we're going to do um, a before. We're going to do a highlight like we did for oh, last week's show. I gotcha. Yep, yep. It was all part of my evil plan, well, but Listen to this guy. Listen, everyone. Go like us on Facebook. Go to a uh, Subscribe to the pages. Uh, we have a new show out there, slightly off topic. Uh, topic, topic. Man, <laughs> cut edit that out. Yeah, yeah. So go listen to them. Listen to all our shows. The BS show. Go listen to that. They got as high as number six and number forty-two overall. We got as high as number three. It's amazing. Thank you. We everyone. got as high as number three. Wait, what? Yeah. Three? Yeah. You didn't send that to me. I. I... I know. I'll have to, I don't have it on my phone. I saw it on the computer. You know I use that stuff as starter fluid for when I'm with myself. Wink. Murdoch's gay. 